Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 141 with Autumnology and Hebox Yonga. We uh, unfortunately don't have Dead Wilson on today because he did fall under the weather. And so we're just going to be doing a trio cast. So I'm sorry to all those that were expecting Dead Wilson to come on. But uh, he yeah, boxed. I was, ex- I was excited, but yeah. Yeah, yeah same. <clears throat> oh, well. Yeah, well, we'll have to gets, get him uh, in the future. Yeah, I hope yeah. he gets well soon for some other podcast uh, that you can maybe get him on solo. Yeah, that would be great. I, yeah. I do want to hear his perspective. He's, he Even though, like, there was, I think, a couple replies on the Twitter thread saying that we may, uh, you know, circle jerk potentially. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think we will quite as hard. Now, we all three appreciate skilling and, like, respect the nature of skilling in this video game. So, yes, we're going to share common, you know, the sentiments regarding those things. But, like... I feel like each of us still have our differences in how we see skilling. So I think yeah, it'll be for a, sure. I think yeah. it will be a fun conversation and a little bit diverse. So um, I guess we'll start off though with just brief introductions. Now, many people that listen to the Sabicast already know of you guys and probably are already subscribed to your guys' channels. But uh, Hebox, I'll have you just start off. Who are you? What do you do in RuneScape? And what are you known for? And then the same for you, Caleb. Yeah, sure. Well, my name is uh, Hey Boksjonge, or Max, because Hey Boksjonge is usually too hard to pronounce for the Americans or English-speaking <laughs> players. <is>. <laughs> so, um, well, I have a YouTube channel as well, and I am currently working on like Maxscape speedruns on uh, on my YouTube. But I was kind of known before, but the first time I was uh, on the Sebecast, I was still going for 200 mil all on my main account, and I achieved that in 2021. And then I didn't really play that much, but then I got the idea of doing the the speedrun thing, and that kind of popped off. So yeah, we are still uh, still around. Hell yeah, love to hear it. Okay, and yeah, yeah I'm Automology. Uh, known in the past for making a lot of YouTube videos many many years ago in the earlier days of old school, uh, playing a main account. Did a few, well, a couple of 200 mils, and nowadays I play a free-to-play ultimate as my main account. Yeah, I was in your stream earlier uh, yesterday, and it's 
interesting because I do remember when you started Terra Throne, and I thought it was just gonna be like a like a little side project, but it's kind of yeah, cool that it's actually just your main account at this point. Yeah, it has like fifty percent more EHP than my main at this point. <laughs> oh, oh my really? god! Really? Yeah. yeah, my main only has like four point something k EHP now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so I, guess... I mean, stuff got devalued as well over time. Yeah, I think I think like when I stopped playing, I probably had like six or seven k, but I don't yeah. actually remember the exact yeah. number. I, I remember passing you at like six k up. I I remember tweeting yeah. it out like thank you for everything or something I said, and then like uh, really? a screenshot of yeah yeah. Uh, that's <clears> nice. like a long time ago though. Wow. So just literally minus, you know, what fifty percent of or more than that, like. Yeah, Jesus, crazy, and it, it like that's with the fact that mining has hardly even been devalued, and that's the skill that I have the most hours in. So it's just other skills. Yeah, mining is the same. Yeah, there seems to be. Uh, this is again, I'm not like in this circle a ton, but it seems like rune crafting for a long ass time was seen as like the brick wall in from getting 200 mil all or not. And nowadays it's like, that's just kind of like a cakewalk at this point. Relative, obviously, <laughs> before yeah, we start RC... claiming it's a cakewalk actually. But... For if you're like into 200 mils, RC is currently pretty free, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's still a lot of hours, but it's so easy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely easier than it was, but it's still like kind of interesting looking back on it because it was really just like a 70 something K an hour skill with like, medium attention like not like a little bit more effort than agility basically which by mm -hmm. i feel like by today's standards isn't really that insane but back then like really nobody had done it yeah yeah so i feel like the the caliber of skillers has has uh i don't know what the right word is like has the envelope has been pushed a bit what's really crazy is watching like a dk house stream and just seeing how crazy the plugins have gotten and just, oh, yeah. like i mean you can literally move every single thing now personally i don't really have a problem with most of this stuff it's just interesting to see how easy the plugins have really gotten in all the updates like colossal pouch and ring of the elements and all this stuff that has just made at least lava room crafting and most other methods just extremely chill so, yeah it's just like left click a few times at the bank and you're perfectly yeah. banking right yeah. yeah it is weird to see like i did uh, like 1500 hours ish of lavas, I think, like before all of that, just you know, like mouse keying, banking, and stuff. So that was pretty fun, but yeah, it was like a pretty challenging to perfect tick bank, and like trying to get a perfect hour was like actually a challenge, which oh, I kind of miss. Yeah. yeah, I actually, um, I maxed in the end of 2019, and this was before we had all like the custom uh, menu entry swaps with uh, your inventory and your worn items. So I had to get like that right click on the dueling ring perfectly. And this was yeah. this was in that odd time, like that gray area where you couldn't use, you know, like FK or um uh AHK and you also didn't have like any of the nice plugins. So but I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed the mechanical ability of like really getting that mouse precision just right. So it's in my mind, it's kind of a shame that we've lost that. But at the same time, I understand that so many people are not like that. That's not why they play the game. They really just play the game for number to go up. And these little micro perfections that you can get is not something that they ever, you know, really cared about. I cared about it kind of. But at the same time, I don't care about it enough to really give a fuck that things are changing.
Yeah, like that kind of stuff isn't the type of thing that would make me quit over. It's just like it changes the game in more subtle ways. Like when you're like back in 2015, when there's a lot less of this QOL Easyscape stuff. People, I'm sure, like wanted those changes. They would be like, "Yeah, it'd be so nice if I could just like left-click bank and not to think about it," because it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But then once you start doing that and realize like, oh, this is actually kind of boring. Like it's too easy. There's no challenge. Like part of what makes scaling fun is when it's difficult to get a perfect hour and that can kind of stimulate your brain a little bit through the the repetitive boredom of it. Yeah, that's for sure. Just kind of um, devaluing the perfect hour you can get where it's like the ceiling is so low. That is something. Um, Now, let me just put into comparison, like three tick 4G seems to be quite easy to get a perfect hour on all you have to do is focus on your drops like you just have to drop things quick enough um do you would you consider like lavas back then to have had a higher skill ceiling than what is currently three tick 4g a perfect hour yeah i mean the banking was really hard to do perfectly every time at least for me um whereas mining was like just a lot more inputs so there's more uh opportunities to make a mistake per hour Mm -hmm. you bank a lot fewer times per hour and you click the rocks but i would say i mean especially compared to now i think like a perfect lava's hour back then was a lot harder than a perfect mining hour now but there's kind of just different skills yeah okay so let's talk about the recent controversies that have popped up in the past couple months regarding one was duke mining which did get patched and also uh shooting stars which got a buff so those that are just living under a rock basically what happened is now you can mine with as many people as you want on that star and it doesn't deplete any faster so now there's a star discord that i believe had like ten thousand members in it and now has like Ninety thousand or something in it, and ninety k. I don't. No way. Let me look it up. Let me look. Um, wait, how do I see the number of people? Oh my, a hundred and four thousand. It's over. A hundred four thousand. That's insane. I, I actually don't even think it had ten thousand before this whole thing, but maybe it did. I remember hearing a number from some other YouTuber, but Damn. so let's talk about what happened there. So. Duke mining, I'll just share my like brief my briefing of it basically. Duke mining was introduced with Desert Treasure 2 boss, Duke Succulus. And basically you could go in there and part of how to kill the boss is you mine the section. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. I just know it's Succulus <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's why we all just say Duke. Yeah. It's too uh it's too weird to say the whole thing. But you mine this little patch of salt in between uh, in between every single kill in order to make this certain potion to kill duke and but you were able to just sit there continuously and if you held something on your mouse or uh on your keyboard you could mine there for six hours straight gaining over just slightly over 10k mining xp per hour and so people were sitting overnight for six hours on the daily getting 60k free mining xp and that apparently it was very controversial to be against that which i was ad adamantly against it i didn't even really know about it until several weeks after the fact but um yeah what are your guys' thoughts i'll start with you max well 
well, I'm definitely in, wasn't in favor of it, but originally I thought it was just like a 25 minute AFK thing that you still had to do inputs when I did the quest. Like I, I tested it like pretty much a day after. I think someone told me that can you like or asked me can you test this uh, if you can actually keep mining this until uh, like whatever for how long? Like it doesn't it cap at, at a certain number like the stack in your inventory? So I tested it and I was like, oh, okay, it works, but it's like. 25 minute AFK, so basically new like nightmare zone with a 20 minute like uh, auto retaliate thing. But it turned out that you that the that the spacebar thing was still in the game, and then it made actually the the Duke mining method an issue. It's not really the Duke thing that was mainly the issue in my opinion. It's mainly the spacebar thing that needs to get fixed. Yeah, which they haven't fixed. Yeah, it's still not fixed. Yeah, it's weird because you know that this is something that jagex it, I, I don't know for sure but it seems like jagex wants this to be a part of the game where you can just afk for six hours because they're clearly not doing anything about it but they also can't advocate advocate for it you know they can't say like mm-hmm. we want this to be in the game so they just kind of like keep on the hush hush about it it's so annoying very stupid yeah so yeah, I really don't understand. Like, there was they made this whole big deal about removing six-hour nightmare zone and uh, splashing back in, I think it was 2015. I was looking into this recently. It was September 2015, uh, or maybe 2016. And I think 16. Well, yeah, it was. Well, it was. I think it was when Lynx was doing Slayer. I was looking at his gains to try to find out when exactly it was because there's no news post about it, but. He was doing Slayer at the same time. I don't think it's on the wiki, but I did find a video by a friend, Davidas, talking (laughs) about it. And he had a clip from the live stream that day where I think it was Mod Ash talking or maybe Matt Kay. And that's pretty much all the the documentation there is of it, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that is pretty weird. But like it was an integrity issue and they removed it from the game after it had been in the game for like a year or two. And now it's just back. So weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of annoying. Um, because, yeah, Duke mining would not have been a problem whatsoever if you had to interact with your game at least once every 20 minutes. That would have been totally fine. If you're if you're sitting there for 20 minutes and you gain 4.5k mining XP, I, that is not a problem at all. The problem is when you get to sleep overnight every single night without touching your computer. And getting 60k mining XP. Yeah, people keep making this silly argument about like, bro, it's 10k an hour. Like, how can you be mad about 10k an hour? But what it really is is 60k for zero. Like, it's you're going to bed, you get 60k yeah. XP. They, they, they That's what it is in reality. They can't see the um, like the effort to reward ratio is like completely off. Like, with a normal AFK method, one click is like one or two k XP for like with that redwoods or something. But with this, it's one click gets you 60k XP, but they just fail to see the see that. I think they do see it. I think they just don't want to admit it because it is really nice. People like getting free yeah. shit. Yeah, true. So what what do you guys what are your guys' sentiments on the game, at least the community of around Reddit and kind of like the more casual community that's very outspoken, thinking that it's appropriate for this game to kind of go down the road of idlescape and that and Adicon made a post um 
Oh boy. Now, let me, I'm going to pull this up again. So I pulled this up on one of the other casts and I just want to state his point exactly how he stated it. So I'm not straw manning his point or anything like that. So he said, um, when was this? Okay. He says, there's been so much discourse about skilling updates in forestry and mining over the last month. So let's add some more to it. Every skill should have a about 20k XP per hour idle method. I don't see how this would harm the competitive skillers or devalue 99s personally. And <laughs> so, <sighs> like, let me just state, I believe Adicon has slightly shifted his view on this because I've heard a couple of his interviews since here and I've been in a stream and it sounds like what he is now meaning to say is he is okay with there being AFK methods, which I think everyone is fully okay. There, it's totally fine to have AFK methods in every skill. There already are. Yeah, there already are, man. They're faster than 20k an hour. Yeah, So, but his original tweet was idle, which I believe, in at least in my head, was thinking something like Duke, where you just can sit there for <laughs> six hours. <laughs> So well, I I kind of assumed idle as like twenty five minutes, just like shooting stars, just like a shooting stars for every skill. That's what I kind of mm. got out of it. But uh, yeah, I definitely made a response to to that in the form of a video and like addressing the like the bigger issue with people just not willing to play this game anymore for um for like actually progressing in this game. And I've had a lot of positive uh, feedback on that video. Of course, some like trolls uh, saying their usual thing, like that I care too much and that I should uh, like touch some grass and stuff like that. But um, I also had uh, JMOD responses like uh, privately, and they were all like very understanding of what I was saying. So that is definitely something I was very happy about to uh, get some feedback from them as well. So hopefully something will be done but i'm not sure what the uh, next steps would be to like settle this uh discourse uh in skilling i know you made a tweet as well a follow-up tweet and i responded to yours caleb on uh just there should be an idle method for pv P or pvm <laughs> basically yeah I, I memed on his tweet just like copy pasted it but replaced it with like yeah. you should be able to idle every boss and get an infernal cape like six hour afk if you spend like 20 hours or some shit i don't know and not everyone is like oh false comparison false comparison kind of true but kind of not like yeah i well, mean the problem is is most people the majority of players enjoy pvm over skilling and so yeah. they try to paint this illusion that like okay everybody likes pvm no one likes skilling so and anyone that does claim to like skilling is just a nerd and needs to touch grass and you're a psychopath basically and yeah and so and the big thing yeah. is they say that skilling takes no skill whereas pvm does so it, like therefore skilling should be free <laughs> pvm shouldn't bruh like almost no pvm requires skill like there is <laughs> so much pvm that is literally the exact same shit as just doing any skilling method yeah, like I, boss, I, I haven't done really much PVM recently, but it does seem like most of the bosses, unless it's like pretty high complexity, like, you know, Inferno or Tob or whatever, is really just like clicking in a pattern the same way it's skilling is. Yeah. Or AFKing with your prayers on sipping a potion. Yeah. So there, 
Now, I just want to say as well, like there are literally a significant amount of players. I can't say the majority. I don't even think even close to the majority. But there is a significant amount of players that really enjoy RuneScape for skilling. That's exclusively what they like about the game. They like endless progression. They like getting the XP. They like progressing their account in that way. And that cannot be just... That you can't just pretend like those players don't exist. So just destroying skilling because you think it's for the greater good or whatever is just bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've made this argument many times, but I still think that the root of the problem is that PVMers or PVPers, people who just play the game for combat and don't like skilling, feel like they have to skill. Like they have to spend hundreds or thousands of hours training skills that they don't enjoy to be able to do their combat activities efficiently or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's Jagex's fault. That's not anybody but well, Jagex's fault, really. But the thing is, like, they aren't required to all, do all those killing things. You're like, you need level 70 in, like, mining to complete all quests. Like, that's it. But yeah, people but still like... feel like they need to complete all the diaries, they need to get a max cape, and that's, like, where it goes wrong. Yeah, but you need a max cape for, like like optimum efficiency rating and shit like that yeah like to do speed runs or stuff like that yeah so but they still not, feel not, like not that many people are are like into that though like that's a very small percentage of players that complain about killing that are actually speedrunning because those players who, who speedrun are probably also willing to like put hours in for like getting the max cape yeah because they're think... like more dedicated to the game i think a big part of it is just that it's it's an upgrade so people want it like even if it's a small upgrade it's an upgrade people want it yeah yeah that's for sure it's tough because this game should in my opinion be interwoven like certain like skilling should have some sort of intertwining with uh pvm but i think there is a point where like for example you are considered a troll if you don't have like at least i don't know what the level is but in the 90s mining at toa like mining that statue in the middle which so you're basically considered a leech in the uh raid Mm -hmm. with your teammates if you're not like if you don't have a super high mining level so there's like this expectation with high level pvm that you need to have these certain skills and a lot of it is usually mining um or like thieving and that is just a problem. I feel like there could be a better solution to that, which is just like maybe it just caps out at like 80 or something. And then at that point onward, it doesn't actually have any effect. So you have, yes, like a, a medium requirement to get to in these like high-end raids, but 99 is not helping you any more than like level 80 would. And personally think that could solve some of the issues but at the same time as long as jagex just understands that okay we're going to come out with high requirements that may take 99 to be the most efficient like you just have to you have to take a stand and just say like we are not going to make skilling easier because we're doing this this is just part of what the game is there's going to be higher requirements and some of them are going to be skilling related. Now, again, going back to my own point, I don't think skilling should even be that like necessary in any sort of PVM encounter. But if it is going to be, Jagex just needs to take a, a stronger stance against it. So, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think part of the issue is that 
Dragix is so responsive to the community and will bend to their wishes. And like, obviously a lot of people want the game to be easier so they can just get to their goal faster. But that kind of undermines the, the spirit, the integrity, like the purpose of the game. I remember way back in the day, my aspirations were also like fighting bosses and having best in slot gear and stuff. And the idea of just getting like high level prayer and herb lore for like overloads and curses, it was like so expensive and seemed like such a daunting task. I'm sure I would have been happy as like a 13 year old to have it for free and make it a lot easier. But I wasn't like complaining about it. I was just like, wow, I'm, I'm going to aspire to that. Like it's impressive that people have achieved that. I'm going to keep grinding and work on it. Yeah, but, but now, the thing is, like, like yeah, we, we have the option to make things easier because Jagex listens so much to the community. Right, back then yeah, that wasn't exactly. possible. So it's it's like a double-edged sword, basically, that we actually can work so closely because some things are very nice to, like, have made a little bit easier that are, like, just not really smoothed out right now. But um, some things are also, like, going way too far and, like, Reddit and such, they... Uh, they know they can change things, so they will complain until it gets changed, which is uh, kind of scary sometimes. Yeah, there's also this idea floating around. I know, and I love Adicon, so th this is never, like, any players I call out, it's not out of any, like, hate. It's just out of stances on the video game, so it's not that deep for people that think I have, like, a problem with people that have a different take. So... But Adicon really holds this uh, sentiment that people should progress as fast as possible through the early and mid game and get to like he he wants the game to go down that route where everything is really easy to get to and to just just pass. So like all these early level things should just be extremely easy, extremely quick, just to get people to end game rating as quick as possible. And I am really against that i'm like anti that like i want people to enjoy that early game that mid game i think there's a lot of joy in just the journey of just progressing your account that way i think i think and i even would argue that even Adicon kind of could see that if he were to not be in his position of being like an end game raider like Every, I feel like a lot of people really do enjoy that early grind and just leveling up your account. There's something really nice to it. And if you're really just, I want to get to the end game, you're going to get bored, I feel like. For like the, the average player, if you're just given everything you want all the time quickly, it's just you don't appreciate things as much. I feel like that's just human nature. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. I think the end result is just people would play less if they have to grind less because they're gonna get to the end game content and then get bored eventually either way so yeah uh, yeah i think that idea is antithetical to what runescape is supposed to be about which is that it's a grindy game through and through and like if you want to get to end game content quickly and have engaging pvm play wow or play some other game that's more catered to that okay so shooting stars got buffed and I want to hear your guys' takes. Now, I know, Automology, you just play free-to-play, but um, you can still share. Wait, are, aren't there stars in free-to-play, actually? Or yeah, is they there are free-to-play, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they sure. give half XP, and you oh. can't use the Stardust. But they <laughs> do spawn. That actually sounds really balanced. <laughs> God damn it. Sounds a little better, yeah. yeah. No, um, okay, so 
I'm going to hear from you guys first and then I'll share my take. But what are your, what are your guys' thoughts on current shooting stars? And even you can even include just the world instability that has been caused from it. <laughs> I have never been like hit offline by the shooting stars thing, so I'm I can't really comment on that like personally. But uh, I've heard from people that it's pretty bad. But I uh, put out a tweet yesterday. I um, of like the shooting stars an idea. It was already um, like mentioned by Tedious on Twitter before, but I must have missed that. But um, like my my suggestion was that it um, that we make shooting stars give like a. Uh, non-stackable or maybe they can even stackable uh be stackable like coin pouches but you that you have to like process certain like star chunks as i call them to like um process those into uh stardust and that you have to like actually click another few times or maybe even once um so this, the afk time is only like three minutes because it's like at 28 star chunks you just stop mining mm -hmm. and then you have to like do that and then you can mine again and it still would be a very good like the xp per hour would be still the same but um like the afk time would be more in line with like red boots and like barb fishing and stuff like that but people seem to have an issue with that as well because i'm currently still on the front lines of twitter um <laughs> it's because people are now used to what they have yeah. and if you're gonna take the you know yeah, but the, it's the like a fucking, they, they, they just don't want to see or like they don't want to admit that it's like completely broken because they like benefit from it. And it's it's just like completely not balanced at the moment. Like the, the ratio is so off between like effort and like reward with the, with the stars. But and I'm not even talking about the stardust. It's just, this is just a mining XP like the, that you can buy gems from the with the stardust and get like uh, the same amount of crafting XP pretty much in uh, on like an Iron Man. Yeah, it's it's stupid, bro. Okay, what are, what is your take on this, Caleb? Uh, yeah, I think it was the whole star mining change. I feel like was just Jagex being weak, basically. Like they nerfed the duke thing they didn't even do a proper nerf of all six hour methods and then you know reddit angry and so they tried to appease the reddit mob with 25 minute afk stars which i don't know i just think it's cringe like i feel like jagex just needs to get a backbone and like stop listening to the community so much on certain things like people are always going to complain about grinding being hard but that's part of the game so I think that they need to stop letting that, that get to their head so much. I don't think people will quit over star mining being nerfed or duke mining being nerfed or anything like that. If anything, they probably will play more in the long term, which mm -hmm. is good for them. Yeah, so my original statement was basically it's fine. And the only reason I thought it was fine currently is... Well, first of all, it was also under the assumption that other methods would be looked at and kind of rebalanced because... I actually do think it would be appropriate for certain methods, like, for example, Motherload Mine. And I think, you know, Max, you addressed this as yeah. well in your video. It was like the idea of just these mini games and these other pieces of content getting progressively updated as you continue to grind it. So Motherload Mine could have some advancements with your Golden Nuggets where you could purchase something that gives you 10% more pay dirt per mine or something like that. And so... Eventually, you would have Motherload Mine maybe sitting at around, I don't know, 70k XP per hour. And so with that in mind, I actually thought Star 
mining was fine because I see it as around 25K XP per hour. Now, I, now that I see it a little bit more clearly after it's been about a month, I actually do think that star mining could get a slight XP nerf. I'm just talking maybe like 10 to 20%, something where it's actually at that 20K line instead of anything above that. Now, this is all just kind of like, I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but I was totally okay with them changing how the mechanics of um, shooting stars, like I was okay with them changing all those mechanics of letting it so you can mine with other people and it's not a detriment because I, I actually think that's always a good thing to actually be encouraged to skill with other players. I think that's totally appropriate. And I think that's good, but the XP per hour with how little you have to do and with how accessible the Discord is. Because this was, I mean, I also thought initially that them changing shooting stars was not going to just make the star mining Discord pop the fuck off and make it so it's literally, with just a glance of your eye, you can see every single star that's in the game. I thought it was still going to require a little bit of, you know, using your telescope and stuff. But I don't know. I could see really appropriately giving a slight nerf to stars. I, I actually wouldn't be against your proposal either. Or um, I know Tedious also suggested it. Yeah. But like that would be fine as well. But I just think other methods need to be looked at. And other methods need to be more rewarding as well. Because... In a perfect world for me, I would love mining and other gathering skills to actually be good GP per hour, which we just really don't see at all. So if Motherload Mine were to give more and if Blast Mine gave more GP per hour, like Blast Mine right now caps out at like a mil GP per hour and 80k mining XP per hour. And that's like tick perfect. It's a pretty chill method, but you're constantly engaged. Like you have to be staring at your screen for an hour straight. And if that method was more like 1.5 mil gp per hour and like 90k mining xp per hour like that would that alone would separate the difference between star mining afk and these more you know just paying attention methods so i don't know i think star mining's fine but other methods need to be addressed asap well but do you think that like star mining with a 25 minute afk timer is okay because I think like star XP is pretty all right, but they just need to make it so that it's in line with other like AFK scaling methods. Like, imagine if Redwoods was just um, like infinite AFK, pretty much. Like you got sixty k woodcutting XP per hour for twenty five minutes, and you don't have to drop logs or whatever. But that would be stupid. But well, that for... that would be more like if star mining was. I don't know, forty five k XP per hour because like like the different like I understand what you're saying, but wood cutting caps out at what two hundred and twenty k XP oh, per hour. Yes, but uh, for like normal people, mining is like thirty five k an hour, like at model load mine. That's but true, but stars. but also normal wood cutting for most people is only like a hundred k per hour. So yeah, the, yeah, I guess. Like I first of all, I will say like. In my perfect world, yes, I would just kind of <laughs> completely rebalance how star mining works. But I also understand that it is very, very low XP per hour. Like if if somebody really wants to gain 100K mining XP per hour, clicking a total of, I don't know, 30 times total within four hours, I just, I'm just like, you know what? go for it like like you could literally have spent 
50 minutes just doing some like four tick 3g and gotten the same amount of xp and i really don't think the amount of gems you get is that big of a deal but again this would also just assume that other mining methods in the future just get updated and i i even want there to be some sort of potential profit from these higher level granite mining methods i don't think that would be a problem either i i think it's actually bad to have the sweatiest methods lose you money or you know not profit at all i just think that's actually silly and i think that could be looked at i don't know what you think about that mm, it could definitely be looked at but like there needs to be so much rebalancing for all this to like fit in its own place like it's not even scaling that needs to be rebalanced you probably know that <laughs> what i'm about to say uh, for like the drop tables but like it's it's such a tall task to like fix these issues that have been like starting to form like seven years ago like all it's i'm almost like at a point to say like is it even worth trying to fix this right now sometimes like what do you think is it is it still fixable yeah i i think there are a lot of things that could fix these problems um well, okay. w one of the one of the methods I really like is gem mining in its current state. Like three tick gem mining is so goddamn well balanced. It's so good. The only thing personally that could make it better is a gnome cube. <laughs> now we'll maybe ah. talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But in my opinion, that is really nice skilling because it's hella consistent. You go in a a, a pattern. It's actually not as simple as three tick four G. You got to use some camera angle shifting. But there's really minimal dropping involved, and you're profiting about a mil an hour and getting 118k XP per hour if you're tick perfect. Like that is phenomenal. And I wish I wish granite, like I would even be okay. This is this is gonna sound crazy, but I would be okay if you could chisel granite chunks into a little bit of granite dust and put it on your cannonballs. Like I would be okay with that. I would be okay with something along those lines i know that might devalue grotesque okay. guardians or something but that, that's an interesting like one. that that makes like literally perfect sense and it allows people to you know slightly upgrade their cannonballs without having to go to grotesque guardians you can just mine this shit so there's a little bit more incentive i i would even be okay if you could like smelt those granite into granite armor like there's such thing as granite armor in this game imagine you could just grab grab those granite stones <laughs> use superheat with it and it just superheats like 10 at once and it makes this ultra granite thing that you can smith into granite armor and then alk it you know like I, I really wouldn't be against something like that which made it so yes there's a little bit more clicking involved now like getting these things made into a different sort of granite stuff and then you have to alk it but now at this point the mining process is roughly you know 600 kgp per hour or something like that if you if you want to go through all that effort yeah i wouldn't be against that no that, that sounds especially cannonballs if they are like untradeable that would be a pretty cool thing actually i don't i don't mind that yeah that, that i think that actually would be pretty cool and yeah. i think granite dust that is untradeable right you can't actually trade that. yeah 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 yeah, Everything that would be untradeable. that would be perfect. Like that that could solve so many issues. Um you know, the uh, you I don't know if you guys have seen my videos, but also like that gold horseshoe in uh Brimhaven and other gold mining spots. There, there's actually one uh, northwest of Prif up on that mountain. 
and like there's these little sections that get absolutely no use whatsoever because they're not optimized for banking but if you were to adjust gold rates and make it so they're along the lines of like iron or maybe just slightly worse maybe like granite or something you could actually have a very nice chill method where you're getting a valuable resource for iron men or any other account and have a banker or have a bank deposit box just right there or have some guy like files where you have to pay a little bit of gp to get it noted and just have this little system that's giving you 110k mining xp per hour and you're also banking gold same thing could be done with coal same thing i think silver should get the same treatment as iron personally i don't know how i don't know how you would feel about that caleb because i know you actually use uh silver in some of your training methods what what would you what would you think if they made silver work the same as iron like success rate and respawn rates uh i think that the success rate of, of silver is good but i think the respawn rate is not well balanced because it's actually the same as old i think which is one minute which doesn't really make sense because it's a lower tier ore. i actually tweeted ash about this a while ago about changing the respawn of silver to 30 seconds uh, which would basically just mean like you could use fewer worlds to world hop for silver mining and free to play, and there wouldn't be as much competition. Um, but I think the success rate of silver is pretty reasonable. It's like high seventy percent at ninety nine, or if you double roll, then it's almost a hundred percent. It's like ninety five. Mm. So you would you would actually prefer? See this this is something where I think we'll disagree. Is like I would like it if you get rid of all the tediousness out of these archaic methods, like world hopping, for example. Like world hopping to be efficient, I think is silly. Again, I don't play free to play and I know there's a ton of methods that involve that and readjusting that would just be a mess and probably really fuck with rates. But in my head, I think get rid of all the tediousness from these methods. You might disagree and think it's not even tedious. You might think it's actually like part of what makes the method interesting but uh i don't really love world hopping um like if if silver if they reduce the respawn time i don't think it should be as low as iron but if they reduce it enough that like you could mine in a circle at like the crafting guild without having to world hop that would mm -hmm. be kind of nice i don't know exactly what respawn rate it would have to be but i think there's like six or so rocks there so it'd probably be like 20 seconds or something and you wouldn't have to hop which i think would be pretty reasonable but i think that would maybe still be slower than the fastest like world hopping at Varrick Southwest. Okay. Yeah. I I'm one of those people that's just like, just make the, make the respawn rate so quick that in almost every situation you're just immediately being able to get back in cycle. Like even if there was like four gold rocks or four silver or something like there's, there's going to be enough time for you to just go in like a little circle basically it's respawning quick enough and i think success rates personally of silver and gold could be drastically improved to the point of like sandstone where it's not a hundred percent and i i you know like you said like I, I believe silver is already like pretty high up there so it's not like it needs a change but gold definitely does you could afk a gold rock for literally like 20 seconds at 99 and you still don't mine it it's just like what is going on here so that's rare, but it's still a possibility. So you basically want to make like every ore 3 tick 4G? 
if you want to do yes, it efficiently. Yes, yes. If I could, that would, I'm not even kidding. Like that would actually solve so many issues and it would make it so mining, like there's actual variety. Like if you need coal, you go mine coal. If you need gold, you mine gold. You need silver, you mine silver. Yeah. Like that, that would definitely be good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know it would change things and it would, that there would become a new meta pr- almost. Well, the thing is, 3TIG4G most likely would still be the most efficient XP. Yeah, it definitely can't go like over the rates of granite, though, for XP. Yeah. If you want to like, make that... Uh, I'm not sure what the XP drops are for all the other ores. I don't think I have a mind like a silver ore in forever, but... Gold would be quite close to granite, and you would profit. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What's an XP drop for gold? Then? Sixty-five. So yeah, that, that is that is pretty much the same as granite. If yeah. it's like same success rate. Yeah. So you would actually probably you'd probably actually get more XP mining gold, which is why, you know, maybe there could be something something sort of, you know, negating that, or I don't know, maybe even uh, well, well, the thing is, gold would not have as high of a success rate as granite. I think optimally, it would be at the point of like gold being slightly under the success rate of granite so that granite still remains the top even though it's i think on average slightly less xp or it would be slightly more per hour but like the actual rocks themselves are slightly less mm-hmm. but the success rate's higher i would even be okay with granite just getting a slightly higher success rate as well i don't think that would be a problem like so if if everything were to move up just very slightly so three tick 4g without a celestial ring ended up being like 140k optimally just because you're slightly tweaking the success rates to make other methods fall in a better line i'm not even sure if you can like get those rates with 100 percent success rate but could be wrong no like, no, it's, no. It's, you you definitely can um currently it, what that's 132 is it is like the tick perfect without a ring yeah, yeah 132 but, but, I'm, but i'm not sure what the fill rate is with the double roll i believe the fail rate is like even at 99, I think it's like 6% or something, or even 7%. So I think it does go... Well, maybe it does. Then, I think yeah. it does just go right above 140k XP per hour. Um, if it was 100%. I'm almost certain on that. Maybe at, maybe it's slightly off, but... I don't know. These are just little things I think about all the time. Just I like the traditional three-tick mining in a little cycle and a little you know rhythm and i think that could be implemented to other rocks besides just granite so another thing they could do is add like special rocks that have instead of a hundred percent deplete rate they have like a one in three or something like that so then like they don't need to change success rates or respawn rates but just each node can potentially give more resources and also yeah. you could successfully double roll on it and get to oh would be so good that see that would be better for like the the dopamine you get from like the double uh you can get like four or five then if you also have ferroc armor oh, dude <laughs> see that would th- there is something so addicting about using a charged celestial ring while doing any of those methods because like you're saying like you could a- you can actually get up to i believe currently four rocks if everything procs yeah. With mining cape and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, it never happens. But like the the fact that it is a possibility is so good. And if they were to make it so, like expert mining gloves are those gloves that make it so rocks don't deplete. And if expert mining gloves worked on 
granite and and worked on gems by the way i fucking wish it would work on gems <laughs> like getting but that would be kind of op though i would rather have it like be more viable at like the rocks that you actually like keep like the gold ores the silver ores i would rather have it work on that like more effectively or like already have like one or two uh like in the in the rock before it depletes mm. rather rather than just like pushing granite to like fucking 150 160 the thing is though if it works on granite currently as is it makes the method more difficult because there's just more dropping involved uh, so it's like a direct yeah. like yeah yeah, but it's like not that much dropping if you have an infernal pickaxe and like That's using true. Windows mouse keys. It's it's very manageable still. That's but true, of course but it gets harder. But... My God, it would be so so <laughs> cool seeing the yeah. Just that the, would be fun. Just like getting those like crazy XP drops occasionally just feel great. Um, yeah. I, I want to bring this up as well. Let me know what you guys think about this. Uh, this would be members only, but imagine a pickaxe. Personally, I think the dragon pickaxe spec is just really boring and stupid it just raises your mining level slightly and i think that's just the worst special attack to ever have what if the special attack was i don't know if you guys have used the executioner's axe or the uh executioner uh, soul reaper axe i have not it, it has a different spec orb so this thing charges up so it's a completely separate when you have it equipped your uh, special attack orb changes to a one through five. So it, like it, it can charge up to five and then you click it and then it releases this super powerful attack. So I was thinking mm -hmm. what would be cool is if skilling tools in general kind of started using this new system where it's not actually the special attack, but it's a different one when you have it equipped and it allows you to charge up. The more you mine, it would get a, a like a higher charge up to a certain cap. Maybe it's just five, maybe 10 potentially. And then you unleash it and the next rock you mine you get like a, I don't know, triple, you know, success rate on it potentially. And maybe like even potentially triple the resources potentially not guaranteed, but like you're going to get extra rolls basically on it. I just think that would actually make mining like the actual flow of it feel so good because the more you do it, the more specials you get. And then you get those massive XP drops here and there. I just think that would be, that would feel like a special attack, in my personal opinion. And I think we could go down that route. Mm, yeah, we definitely could go down that route. And I think it's not a bad idea, but like it, it, it gets a little bit into like Fortnite or that territory. <laughs> that when, like, it, on its own, it's probably like a decent idea and it could be implemented. But once you like have that in game, People want like more of that stuff, and then that's true. You have like like things on top of each other, and then like we have some uh, sounds like R three ish little bit. But I, I think the idea isn't necessarily bad. But you have to be careful with implementing those things because they could stack pretty quickly with other ideas that like get put in. That is yeah. True. That's my first thought. Is that it feels kind of R S three. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely wouldn't work in free-to-play either. And I, I think part of it is just giving you a little bit more control in your skilling. Like, there's something really nice about that predictable resource extraction. And when you have a special that builds up and then you unleash it, and knowing that this next rock is going to be explosive, I feel like there's going to be a lot of dopamine from that that's going to 
feel yeah. good. Yeah, it definitely will feel good, but I think you'd still have to be cautious with implementing changes like that because sure. it will it will stack with other things that will come like next year or two years after that. And then things get out of hand and then you have R three XP rates at some point. <laughs> but I think <laughs> we are we are we are definitely going there slowly to like those increases. We have definitely like kept away certain things uh recently, like the scaling prayers or the prayer book in general. Um, the forestry tees uh, got scrapped. Like if those things all were like in the game, oh, that'd be so like, bad. That, that that that's the start <laughs> of like what R three went down. And uh, also taming uh, was a proposed skill. It of course didn't get chosen to be refined, but uh, they also um, uh, pitched ideas. At least I'm not sure if it made the final pitch, but. Um, like when they pitched it in the in like the Discord to uh, well, I, I was in the um, the feedback Discord for the new skills. Um, they also pitched ideas that you can have like a, a bear or something that uh, helps you um, get more fish or like uh, helps you eat the fish that you don't have to drop as much. And if that stacks with like skilling prayers and shit, you just have like idlescape for every single skill or method. And I was pretty concerned about hearing that uh, for the first time then. There's a lot of things I get concerned of reading. Um, and you're right. Also, I remember ideating a skilling prayer book. And the more I ideated on it, the more I realized this is a horrible idea to ever implement yeah. into RuneScape. It's having skilling prayers. Almost yep. every single one becomes a necessity. And at that point, it's like you're trolling if you're just doing traditional skilling. Like you need to be using mm -hmm. these weird prayers and it just becomes yeah. so convoluted. And you need to have like prayer pots in your inventory. You need to have prayer armor for every single skilling method. Yes. Everyone is going to be oh. in full uh, full proselyte with a mitre <laughs> and whatever. And um, uh, what else was I going to say? Damn, I, I blanked. I don't know how yeah. I was going to say one more thing. <laughs> no, you're right, though. It just becomes so convoluted and such a chore. I mean, that's what shamanism was going to do to combat. Everything was going to have these like yeah. weird upgrades, untradeable yeah. charms and shit. Like, yeah, but like the the thing was with shamanism, it was very popular amongst like a certain group, but they only wanted the buffs. They didn't care about the fucking skill. They wanted like all the little buffs <laughs> from the items, and they always like, yeah, shamaning is the best. I was like, dude, you you hate skilling. What man? Like, <sighs> yeah, it was uh, definitely a process, and I was very very relieved that sailing was the one that uh, got chosen. Yeah, that was for the best. What what do you think sailing will be free to play? Automology. I think that they said on one of the Q and A's that they don't expect it will be. Yeah, it will. But be I'm not going to put too sure. much stock in that because you know not, things can change. I'm fairly sure it's going to be um, members only. They'll probably have like a a sailing quest come out for free to play that like shows you. Mm. Oh, look how cool you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they will probably do something like that. Yeah, I can see that happen. But like the skill itself will. Be members. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Because like it's it's, it's very hard to like cap off where you can sail. Like suddenly your ship is just like being sunk because this is members <laughs> like sea now. So True, they, yeah. they they didn't want to like go down a drought of like figuring out how to like box in like free to play sailing. Yeah, I'm just wondering like are they gonna change existing content in the game to have sailing make sense? Because like Dragon Slayer has a has a big sailing component to it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think they will adjust uh, future quests. I, I think they stated that in the latest uh, like blog or video, whatever they put out at the end. They will like adjust all the and uh, those quests will also give sailing XP. I'm pretty sure. Like in those quests that you have to sail, like Bone Voyage and mm. um, Dragon Slayer, and uh, what's the other one, the pirate one, the Rum Deal and such, or Cabin Fever, they will give like XP lamps for sailing, and that you can use at a certain level. Yeah, but like for Dragon Slayer, they'll have to since it's free to play. They'll have to consider that. Like, I also wonder, like, will Murphy mm. in Draenor be like the sailing cape seller, that kind of thing? Because he's kind of like the first oh, yeah. sailor mm. NPC that the player comes across. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Oh. Um, okay, one of my concerns with the player base and skilling is the obsession and almost like the just like the necessity almost for these players to get mini games for all skills because now people have seen like traditional skilling sucks and the only thing that's fun nowadays is doing mini games for skills so my fear is that we are going down that route because the people in this like like the high level skillers are mostly against i wouldn't consider you two really in that but there are some that really don't want any changes whatsoever to skilling but if you hold very strong to that position then we inevitably see them never touching those and instead offering mini games that not only are really overpowered but also give amazing rewards and then we go down the road of mini gamescape rather than just responsibly and honestly having discussions around current skilling and making adjustments that would help better the health of traditional methods i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that mm, yeah like i don't necessarily think mini games at least the mini games so far aren't like super like broken and like ruined skills but yeah it's definitely you, you don't want to have a mini game for every single skill that's for sure. But I think like items that come from mini games that can be used like in the skill outside of the mini game are pretty good. Like the colossal pouch for RC was actually a pretty good addition, even though it's kind of strong and it made the XP rates kind of OP. But it's whatever at this point. Runecraft was already like a a skill that was not really taken seriously anymore because of runners in like the HLC. Yeah, like the HP was just like gone anyway, so that didn't really matter. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. Like the mini games, some of the mini games are fun, but like we also can do other things to other skilling methods. But yeah, it's it's um, Jagex needs to be like more confident in like making good skilling content to make to like steer away from the mini games cave. But mm -hmm. that is not not happened yet. Are there yeah. any? Yeah, go for it. I, I think, like, designing minigames such that they have some reward that might, like, make your normal skilling a little bit better in some way is probably the better approach than trying to make them a primary training method, which yeah. kind of is the case with some of them. Like, Winter Todd is, is by far the most popular fire-making method, and now Guardians of the Rift is, like, pretty overpowered for RuneCraft on Iron Man. Um I don't know about Temporas. It seems like it's more just for the rewards. 
Temporos um, is probably the most balanced out of any skilling minigame. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. flawless. Mm. It's it seems like I don't know. These these type of minigames seem to really appeal to the like more casual player. Uh and it seems like maybe it's just because it's a little bit closer to a PVM encounter or something. I don't really know. Like it's usually like you're defeating something or there's like a little bit more variety than just like catching a fish repeatedly or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, to me, it doesn't really appeal. It just seems like kind of annoying, like not AFK enough to be AFK, but not engaging enough to be fun type of content. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel that with Temporos and Winterdot, but Guardians of the Rift is one of my favorite like mini games they uh, they made and probably one of my favorite content, at least for like my UAM. That was uh, a really fun grind to get 99RC there. Because, yeah, it seems pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's just... actually some 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 like little things that you can like figure out in a mini game to get like better. It's not just like click and like you chop like the the bruma roots and then you walk through a brazier and then like there, there's more to Guardians of the Rift than <laughs> yeah, think. yeah, that's cool to see. Like I like when they just design a system that has a lot of different aspects to it that can play into the end result and then leave it to the players to figure mm-hmm. things out and you know, try different combinations of stuff to figure out what the best way to do it is and stuff. Yeah, yeah like the small Teams Discord I set up for Guardians of the Rift, that's, like, pretty fun to do it uh, with, like, a small team instead of, like, 100 people that are, half of them are AFK. And the games, <laughs> yeah. they take, like, 12 minutes and fill half the time. But, um, yeah, just, like, making it a little, like, meta inside of those mini games is pretty pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I think Guardians of the Rift. I, I had a great time doing Guardians of the Rift. I grinded that shit out for like the first four days. I was playing like 14 hours a day trying to get that outfit. <laughs> Damn. Um, I haven't really done much since at all, but I do remember like the more you do it, you start seeing little patterns and you start seeing ways to optimize yeah. really nicely and it, it feels good. Um, I don't know if you've done Solo Temporos. Solo Temporos is actually very enjoyable. Uh, I did one or two. 2kc on my main for the cas the best thing about that is like mass temporos is it feels like mass winter todd where you kind of like you have to be very closely paying attention to the health of the monster and everything and you have to like mm-hmm. make sure you're not chopping too much or burning it too slowly or yeah, whatever it's gonna be gonna be left with like a full inventory and exactly the <laughs> but solo is so predictable it's a certain amount of um fish in like a solo Temporos game every time. So you're on your own pace and you're fully aware of how much you need to put in. And it's it feels so good. That is like really nice, that that whole method. And personally, I think they could do a lot better with like, I don't know, certain things in regards. Like, I don't know, the, the randomization of the fishing spots can be kind of annoying. But for the most mm-hmm. part, that system works because it is just so consistent. Yeah, like it, it's kind of the same for all. Like Winter Dot Solo is also kind of consistent, and Guardians of the Rift Solo is also like a different strategy that you do um, from like Mass Worlds. But I don't know. Temporos just felt very boring to me, so I don't know. Just like a personal like bias against <laughs> Temporos, I I didn't like doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think part of it this might be projection on my part, but I think part of the reason why it feels boring is also it's low XP per hour. 
Like it's not. Is it, isn't it like 100k at 99? I think if you're doing the very sweatiest methods, maybe it gets up there. I just know with like those solo methods, like it's at least what I recall. It's like I don't know. I was getting like 60k XP an hour because I was trying to do the points method. Oh yeah, the the firefighting one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that one is lower. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know, but like if if Temporos was 130k fishing XP per hour, I think even if it was the exact same system it would instantly feel more enjoyable because it just feels like you're getting more out of it probably okay let me hear your guys's thoughts uh, this is just my own for my own selfishness what are your guys's thoughts on a gnome cube being introduced <laughs> into the game i'm gonna go uh, be right back uh, real quick <laughs> <laughs> no um i mean i have left plenty of comments on your videos about the gnome cube for sure um like I, your idea isn't necessarily like bad, but you're addressing it with the wrong points, in my opinion. Like you say, the extra click from like the knife lock is like breaking your wrist, pretty much. Like, yes, yeah. But that's just not true, in my opinion. Like <laughs> I have done thousands of hours of tikvanip, and at first my hands also hurt and i couldn't mind for like longer than 30 minutes like actually this this is true like when i was a noob but like uh i just maxed and i was going for like uh 20 mil base or 50 mil base mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't do tritic 4g longer than 30 minutes because i had a very shitty mouse i was uh like my my setup was just not like organized like my uh, or organized like um like my i had an angle like in my wrist because my mouse pad was like not in the correct position stuff like that and after I like fixed all those things and actually gave it some time, I didn't have like wrist issues anymore. So I think with the majority of players, not saying it's for like for you personally, uh, Seder, but mm -hmm. um, like a lot of players play on like a well, you actually play on a pretty big client, don't yeah. you? No, no, I'm yeah. I'm used to, and I'll just say as well, like personally, I don't really deal with wrist pain. Okay. I mean, I I've, I've done, trust me, I've done plenty of like yeah high intensity methods but i was gonna say like you 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 just like whip out a pretty good like uh three tick gem hour like uh you whip that like yeah easily, but it's, so. it's mainly for people that are, will just <laughs> insist non-stop that they will never attempt that because it's yeah. way too sweaty and that because makes they, me it's like it's like uh, heartbreaking for me same but i try to like um help those people with from like a different direction by telling them that they maybe should play on a smaller client lower their dpi of their mouse get a maybe a better mouse or better like setup like fix their height of their chair or their, or their armrest stuff like that to actually make the method itself more comfortable for for them as a person and like mainly the client is what most people are like uh, like doing wrong. Like they play on a super like big client, and then they have to like do so much mouse movement, and that is gonna fuck up your wrist if you do that too much. And actually, like fucking like grip your mouse like your life is depending on it. That's also not gonna gonna help you. So yeah, the, the gnome cube could be nice for sure because one less click is one less click. But I think you are like not addressing the problem from the right angle with uh, the gnome cube. Oh, uh, okay. What are your thoughts, Caleb? And what what would happen if this if something like this was introduced to free to play? Would that just be absolutely out of control, busted? Uh, in free to play, there isn't even a inventory three tick item, so that would be a huge increase to XP rates for certain Ooh, skills. Yeah, you only have the snow, right, for three tick. Yeah, item. 
there's only snow, which you can't create a tick cycle on the same tick as moving. So for any like um, like double roll stuff or like starting a tick cycle or running between fishing spots, you use a four tick item, which is leather. Uh, my thoughts on Gnome Cube to me, it just kind of seems like easy scape. <laughs> it's just like less input for the same output. And I don't really see a need for it. I think the way things are now is fine and is already a lot easier than it was in the past. Okay. So would you ever be in favor of anything, even like knife log in free to play? Uh, I think if it came into the game in a natural way, then it would make some things like higher skill and also higher XP rate, which wouldn't bother me too much. Um, I'm happy with how things are now, but uh, yeah, if they added some kind of knife log type of thing in free to play, if it was similar to pay to play, I wouldn't really be too bothered. Okay. Would do you think other free to play people would be more bothered? Yeah, some maybe would. Like, uh, I'm not sure. Like, maybe pause would not be so happy about it. It's <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of, of devaluation methods. It would be pretty big for mining in particular, for sure. Okay, so let me just. I'm just gonna share my stance a little bit more. Is the reason I want a gnome cube so bad is first, I think the the biggest positive of it is it most definitely will get more people into tick manipulation just so they can start seeing the flow. And in my personal opinion, the fun that can come from tick manipulation methods. I think there actually is, it's not just about getting good XP per hour. It's like it can actually be enjoyable. And I don't think people have ever seen that. A lot of people have just never even considered getting involved in it because as you guys probably remember, and as I remember, initially taking your first steps in tick manipulation is brutal. And if you're not a very, mm -hmm. very dedicated player, you're not going to push yourself to get proficient at it. Like yeah, I remember, you definitely need to be like do like ten hours of granite before you can do it like completely pain free and like without that much effort that you can like watch a YouTube video on the side. So that's a lot of time for people who are not really playing that much in the first place. Totally. And I think there's so much more the the enjoyment from those methods is the flow and the predictable resource extraction, not the amount of clicks that yeah. you're inputting. So I'm well, just going to, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, the clicks kind of go with the, like hand in hand with the flow well, for well, me at least. For sure. There's a certain amount of clicks you need for it to have. Like if it was just one click, you know, every three take like that wouldn't be enough personally like there would have yeah. to be a little bit more than that but there is a certain line where the more clicks you add to it it's not adding any more fun to it it's just more tediousness in my opinion i think there is a point now that point yeah. can be different for other players but i think if you want to add if you enjoy if you're one of those players that enjoys more clicks then there are alternatives to adding in like for example dart tips and feathers you could literally add that in and if there was something like a gnome cube added now you have an easier time getting those extra two clicks in and so every single action you can do a, a dart feather or any other thing that works like that there's a, a, a few options i think but like you would still have that option my problem currently is that knife log is two clicks and not even just two clicks but a mouse movement in between as well so it's not just your it's not just a double click. It's like you click and then lower your mouse click again. That 
is that second click is not offering anything. It's just starting that action. And I think an unnecessary click can be totally removed and it would not have any detriment to the skill whatsoever. In fact, it would be an improvement for the vast majority of players because every single click is meaningful at this point. There's not an unnecessary click that's just there for an extra click. Mm, yeah, but it's it's kind of the, the other way around. Uh, it's the first click that you wouldn't do because the second click yeah, is kind of the, the same as... Okay, yeah. But... Mm, yeah, so, I I mean I know what you, I know what you're saying, but like if you are really like into the the tick manip stuff, the the first like you you pre-click the the lock or whatever item is on top. Yeah, yeah. And that that kind of happens automatically at least for me that I just I I drop my ore, I click on the rock again and then my before I even know it, I already have selected my uh my lock and I'm already hovering above my knife to like keep going. Yeah, but but you could just remove that entirely. And that would be an improvement. Now, let yeah, me it, let me also just yeah. say, like, imagine in order to drop a piece of granite, you had to actually click another piece of granite as well. So you had to click two pieces of granite just to drop one. And imagine that was, like, dogmatically in the game, where it's just, like, that's what we've dealt with for the past 10 years. And now we're trying to remove it because it's just so goddamn unnecessary. But people are so obsessed with, no, this is how it's always been. You always well, have to the- click <laughs> this thing first before you actually drop the resource. Like, that is... That is how I see knife log. I think it's so unnecessary. I think it's just stupid. It's in the game. It's offering nothing. It's just difficulty for the sake of difficulty. And yes, people have gotten used to knife logging, but we can see that there's nothing actually being added here for enjoyment. I mean, you could say the same about like back in the day we have to we had to right click and then drop. That's kind of what you say with the two granite pieces. But for then we sure. Got and that was a good change got- to make shift drop in my opinion. Yeah, or left click that it now is. Yeah, it yeah. definitely added to the enjoyment, but like, it's already, in my opinion, it's easy enough to learn this. But I'm probably being elitist here. That like the gnome cube could definitely help people get into Tickmanip. But I still think that many players who are just like never gonna Tickmanip, they are just not gonna do it. They do. They when they log in on runescape they just want to like chill and not like click more than once a minute so i mean that there is plenty of players that will do that but there's also a fair amount of players just based on my videos of just showing off those celastra's bark methods there's been plenty of players that have literally commented saying hey i had no intention of ever doing take manipulation and now that you've offered these really just kind of like beginner methods into getting into tick manipulation now i'm starting to see the enjoyment from this <clears throat> but the step from Salaster spark to knife log is so extreme it's it's quite big yes and yeah, I maybe it could, could, lower could be an uh, i mean it could be like a nice bridge in between but the thing is like if known cube is added like knife log is just dead like you you would never use it again thank god unless you <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> unless you like one i I, w- I would probably still use knife lock because i enjoy it but yeah, the thing is, is like you're there's still the options to have those extra clicks dart feather, yeah i know example. i yeah i don't know and I will, we will just probably never agree on that, this and that's, that's fair but defined. you can and, and i i can see the view of like this is how this is how it's been i understand but i am fully on my side of this is offering nothing other than like 
the purism for purism and just don't devalue stuff just for the sake of it. And yeah, I don't know. I, and I, I think if we were to go down this road of introducing a gnome cube, first of all, it would get players, not everybody. A lot of people just, a lot of people don't even want to play the game in the first place. They're just playing Mm -hmm. runescape just to find any AFK method possible. Um, so yeah, there's no reaching out to them, but the people that do want to get involved and do have shittier setups and, probably don't have as good of hand-eye coordination as some of the higher level players like this could be a really good thing and i think it would also just allow i I don't well the other thing is like this is kind of a means to an end in my eyes i think personally i I have i have an idea certainly go what is the gnome cube was like a one-time like item that you could get but it had um like ten thousand charges that you could learn it Ooh. And then you could make the step to knife log, eventually. But you could keep getting more gnome cubes, right? <laughs> um, I, I'm not that, sure. That, you know, it would actually sure. be, it would actually be cool if there was a shop or something like a skilling shop where you could get these things. So it actually is like a gold sink, so you get the chillness, but you have to pay. Yeah, so yeah. Not, I, I, would I would like that more totally. because otherwise there would be no downside to using the gnome cube um, or using using like knife log over the gnome cube. You, I, you I'd be okay with that. that. I, w- I would be okay with that. I mean, that's oh, what we have with right. purple sweets. It's just extortionate yeah, prices. Yeah, <laughs> sweets are a bit too expensive. Yeah, yeah if, 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 if they if were to add cube something, had, had charges, that would be cool. Yeah, go ahead. I think they could just add another stackable food item that's more abundant if people really wanted something like this. Make it yeah. still cost. Oh, that not would be an insignificant so amount. Cool. But yeah, I, I mean, I think the gnome cube is really contrived as an idea, and it's kind of weird to add an item into the game that's purely for like a what is basically a accepted bug abuse method. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good argument that I've heard. That's probably the best argument. But it, I mean, when we see the Celaster Spark introduction, that was just kind of added, and it's a four tick one click cycle, but. So I think if they were to just introduce something like a Celestial Spark that's three tick, it, because I've talked about Gnome Cube so goddamn much, people would just see it as, oh, like, oh my God, you're just fucking listening to Save A. You're just making the Save Escape. <laughs> first of all, it wasn't even my original idea. I need to point that out. This was not, I did not come up with the Gnome Cube. Somebody else did. Who was it, th- who was it then? <laughs> it was two people Name that, it was, it was two people that came out with the uh, mastery skill idea oh, oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember it now and I it was one of their reward ideas video. and i became obsessed with yeah. it when i saw it because i thought it would just yeah so I remember your video now, now if they ever come out with even if it was fully organic and they just come out with a new bark or something people would be so livid because i've talked about it so much which <clears throat> is a problem and that's my own problem for causing that but like i still don't think it's uh, i just I don't know. I think that's silly to have that. I, as... I have another. I have another okay. idea. Go for it. What if the like the the raw karam one G like the small fishes that stack? What if they were edible and treated? Oh, that is fucking genius. <laughs> okay, but here's like, the problem. Would... Okay, what's the problem? The, the problem is that even purple sweets right now they can't start the action. They can only continue it. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Well, that's well, fine. Balance. That's, yeah, that's balanced. I would say that's the only downside from it. Then, yeah, but you would you would bring knife log for the first one, or and then just like keep eating, or yeah. but no, like that that would be an improvement that for for sure. 
but um it, it isn't in, perfect but yeah yeah in my perfect world it would just be like you have this and and it could even be something similar to karambwanji or whatever but something that actually isn't a food but it is a stackable mm -hmm. thing that maybe costs you know i don't know yeah 20 gp each 50 gp each and you just stack as many as you can and it acts exactly what a gnome key would act as but it there is a cost associated to it mm -hmm. yeah there needs to be some sort of like a small downside yeah i'd actually but be okay with that do, do you think they actually like knew what they were doing with the celestial bark like did did they actually make that foretake on purpose or did they just like made that item and say like oh this is foretake and then like later people started using it for hunter like the... it was probably a mistake i mean it was probably just something unintended yeah that's what i guess it, but i never really I, know to be honest yeah, you never know of course but i don't know like if they made that three tick just by accident and you already had to, oh, the gnome cube in game for like been, years that would have been fucking <laughs> glorious yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they eventually add a left click three tick item just random by accident yeah yeah by accident even and they're getting then they're getting accused of you know just listening to me yeah. <laughs> i i kind of disagree with your point about like it would be a an entry point for tick manipulation because it's just taking one click that is like probably the least uh difficult click of the cycle out of it uh, I really don't think that people who aren't going to tick manipulate would suddenly start tick manipulating if it was one fewer click because it's still a lot of clicking and all the dropping. Mm -hmm. it, I just don't think it's that big of a difference. And I don't know. I don't buy it. Yeah, no, no, for <laughs> sure. There is there is like a selection of play. Like if I'm taking the whole player base right now, like real players, not bots. So just 100% of players, I'm just going to pull out some random numbers out of my ass. Like, 80% of those players will never touch tick manipulation, no matter what you do to it. Like, they're just, they're not, they don't play the game for that. They don't care. They just want yeah. to chill out. But then you take the 20%, there, I would probably bet in that 20%, like, half of them will, even if you, you know, were to add a gnome cube, they still wouldn't touch it, potentially. Or, like, they would think that's maybe too difficult. But, like half of them would be willing now to give it a chance. And even if you could get like a, a small percentage of players to get into that, I think that could just, in my opinion, like there is nothing, even if not, even if nobody were to, you know, start getting into tick manipulation from this, even if that were the case where absolutely nobody gets involved in it because of this update, I still think it would be a healthy update because knife log adding two clicks for the for one actual action that happens is just dumb i think that's my my philosophy is like two clicks for one thing that's happening is just flawed i think Personally. it makes sense like you're using the knife on the log to start a cycle so that you can finish the cycle on something else like you're your character is physically pulling out a knife and pulling out a log and it's starting I mean, a true action. true it makes sense but we we use it as a tick manipulation item and so that is like the knife and the log is that is to make a, a mahogany shaft like we're, we're using that to make a shaft but we never actually make the shaft so ignoring that aside like we are using it to start a three tick action and so now i'm seeing it as we're 
should it take two clicks to start a three tick action or should it just take one click? And I think the, the action is start a three tick action. I think that only involves one click. I, th I think that should just be one click. And I, I don't think there's any detriment to it other than purism for the sake of purism and difficulty for the sake of difficulty. So also maybe know. a little bit nostalgia, at least for me. Like if I'm seeing Fortnite cubes or whatever other item in people's inventory, <laughs> like two sure, years down sure. the line, I would rather see like a knife lock or a hook dart. Yeah, no, it's fair, and I and I understand the points of like keep old school, old school, and keep you know what we've enjoyed. But I think there's more detriments to keeping the status quo as is than to improve it. I think improving it will be a better thing for the health of the game and it'll allow players to enjoy tick manipulation. And because uh, like personally, I love tick manipulation and I would I would want to do tick manipulation more if there was a gnome cube added because it's just less restraint and equally as fun and enjoyable and as much flow as was there already. It's just slightly less on the wrist, which I think is a, a positive i don't know i mean it's it's changing it's like one of the the core idea of it is one of the things that i've been generally opposed to which is changing existing content that people already enjoy to theoretically make it more approachable for people who don't enjoy it as it is and i just don't really like that i'd rather things just stay how they are for the players that enjoyed them originally because ultimately that would change the methods to be different from what the most dedicated players that have done it a lot are familiar with. Yeah, I mean, that's fair to have that point, but you understand, like, it's it's okay to, like, for example, shift dropping. I mean, what would you say that was a net positive in the game? No. I mean, that... Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> really? You think, you think shift drop was a bad thing for this game? Yeah, I think AHK is more fun or mass keys. Okay, and, well, what know, if what, what, what? But what about with those being gone or those not being like? Would you have preferred it to be like like right click, move your mouse down, drop every time? I remember watching like way back. I think when Bodhi was maxing, he was doing like no mouse keys, and I think it was before shift drop granite mining. And was actually doing it pretty well. And I'd, I'd practiced that a little bit while I was doing 200 mil to see if I could get it down. And it's like more challenging, but you, it's definitely doable. Bodhi was honestly, of those. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fine, honestly. I think like it would make the skill cap higher. A lot of people don't really need to be doing these methods, in my opinion. They're not the methods that Jagex are balancing the game around. And I don't really think it's a problem for them to be done by a few players that are really crazy dedicated to the game and just leave the more casual methods to the majority. Hmm. Interesting. I, I guess <clears> I just <throat> take, I, I, I take the more like, I, I just break, break these methods down. So yes, I have my own personal biases against like, okay, this is more fun because I've enjoyed it this way. And I think, you know, there should be a, a group of players oh. that really take this game more seriously but we if you just break it down and just realize like i'm focused on fun like i'm focused on what is going to be a positive change to this method that for the most amount of players is going to be a positive thing and it's not going to negatively affect anything other than nostalgia and other than 
purism and keeping the game as is and never changing it. Like if we, I don't think that's as important as optimizing fun and balance. And I think getting rid of an unnecessary click that's only there for the sake of difficulty is just an absolute net positive. Well, but have you used uh, HK or Windows mouse keys back in the day? Yeah, like I actually, I, I did, I did briefly, and I there is an argument to be had. AHK felt great. I mean, yeah. it's really hella addicting. Don't get me wrong; like that, yeah. that <laughs> shit was fun. I only did it for a, like several months before it got banned, and then I just stopped doing it. That was fun as fuck. But there, and there is an argument to be had about that. There's even been people that have brought up on Reddit, "What if you could use?" like F keys for prayers or something like that. Like something where like you're really, you know, activating like your full keyboard and everything and trying to, now I'm not advocating that we have F keys for prayers and stuff like that. But like that you press just like F2 and your protects from melee goes up. Is that what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. Like there, there would actually be an argument to be had for that. Now it would drastically <laughs> change the game for sure. But there are, like, I don't know, AHK was hella addicting because you're not just simply clicking. And I totally agree with Caleb on this point. Like, yes, just clicking on your item to drop it isn't as enjoyable and isn't as mechanically satisfying as holding your mouse there and then doing a three-button tap on your keyboard to get it to drop. Like, that was really, really satisfying. It takes a little bit of practice, but as soon as you get it down, it's hella fun. Um. So I'm not really disagreeing on that point. I, I mainly my point was, and maybe I could have brought up a different point instead, but like shift click drop over having to right click on the item. Like I think that that was, I think being able to left click it is better than having to right click it. AHK is a different matter entirely. And I, I would actually, there is an argument to be had that AHK would be a better alternative yeah, it's, just, it's just a shame that people abused hk for like uh pking and well also skilling as well like paul no life drawing the da vinci code on his keyboard to bank uh, <laughs> uh, for his rc yeah so yeah it's just a shame that people will just abuse anything that is abusable but like the simple just three buttons or like three buttons twice if you wanted to drop like two uh, rocks or logs was just so good man you open like a stream like in fucking 2014 and all you hear is like someone's like keyboard <laughs> that was so good but yeah, yeah that's it, sad, it was... sadly not like today uh today's day anymore so, you're yeah. totally right i i totally agree with you on that but again like it's a sad thing that it gets abused to hell and we just yeah. can't enjoy it, really. I mean, it still gets abused. So, like, the ban didn't, like, even <laughs> stop the cheaters from doing it. It no. just stopped the people using it, only, it legitimately. It only stops the people that admit to it on stream. I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> like, yeah, you would have mistake. not been caught. You would have not been caught if you didn't say There's it. no anything. way. It was <laughs> absolutely identical inputs to Windows mouse keys. <laughs> I just didn't want to have to press the shift key all the fucking time and have my entire computer yeah. be ragged by Windows mouse keys. <laughs> Yeah. If you just like go to Discord, you type something and you just like like yeah, set like seventy you're... commands in like action. <laughs> it opens like three windows and then you see your screen and <laughs> computer blows up. No, I mean th and that was back where they would really make black and white decisions where it was just like ban all this or you know, keep like this is fully allowed or this is fully illegal. 
I that was such a miserable time playing the game because there was some some things that would come out that were just beyond stupid. For example, them changing it so you had to right click pickpocket every fucking NPC because every they, NPC was not not every. I guess I guess Artie Knights were always left click, but um they there was a period for like eight months where you had to right click ham members to pickpocket them, <laughs> and you had to if you. If you tried to use a client to get them to left-click, that was considered bannable. People would still do it all the time, and nobody's getting caught, of course. But me as a streamer, like, I couldn't do that, and yeah. I wasn't going to cheat anyway because I've been banned before, and it sucks. So, but that was the beyond stupidest rule of all time. And you know what would have been extremely... Like, th this is... I'm sorry to even bring this up again. I'll stop after this. But, like, this is the comparison I have with, like, Gnome Cube as well, is... Imagine from the get-go, Artie Knights and all pickpocketing was right-click. You had to right-click and then click left-click. And we all became, as a community, super dogmatic on this point that, yes, this is how pickpocketing needs to be. We always need to right-click and then left-click. And then all of a sudden, there's a change. It's like, hey, why don't we just have it left-click only? Like, this would actually be, like, a lot more enjoyable. Yes, it would make it easier. But, like, people are just going to have a better time doing this. Like nobody would have conceded to that except for like, you know, the Redditors and, but there would be a huge portion of the player base that would have just thought that was like the stupidest thing ever. And uh, yeah, so I hate it when they have these points where it's like, well, let's just focus on what's fun. Like left click pickpocketing is not breaking the game at all. Please let us left click pickpocket for literally eight months straight. I was just yelling on the rambles about like fucking fix this. And they finally fixed it. But like, Damn it! I think it's pretty broken. I mean, you, you can you can foot pedal for like point eight or point nine EHP, I mean, right? Like, kind of yeah. trash the whole skill. Yeah, I mean, the whole skill is trash not, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. is not the not the best like example for like fun skill. <laughs> like pickpocketing is just shit in general. Just like clicking every one point two seconds on the same spot. Like, yeah, all it's, right. It's yeah, bad. I'm gaming. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, okay, that, yes, thieving is not in a good place there's and pickpocketing in general should never be as high of xp as like interactive methods such as pyramid plunder and other methods for sure there's artifacts we could yeah i mean exactly art what is artifacts by the way like ehp wise if you're not blowing glass uh it's like um if you're like really being good at it and you have like a good setup with like the rotation of the the walking guard being like in a like a good uh, cycle with the, the one on the bridge you can definitely push like 280 290k an hour if you're and, like really uh like try harding and what's what's the hp for thieving uh i think 280 i think to yeah to 80 to 85 or something that's plunder but okay. like artifacts if you have a good setup and you're like using the memoirs and have an alt like trapping uh captain Kellett, you can get the same rates pretty much yeah but that's not with banking if you, if you bank the, the thieving goes like to to 50 or something at 99 and then you have like bonus xp <clears throat> yeah thieving thieving's in thieving's just always been weird do you guys remember that video who who made that video i think it was what which one was it trans was it trans music that made um that here like there was like some yeah, 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 yeah. thief yeah, heroes yeah. or something it was trans yeah at least i <laughs> yeah, remember was, trans having a video it was like over 300k xp an hour and they banned <laughs> some people for that because they they <laughs> uh bugged the 
Artie Cape or whatever on the release yeah, of Diaries. The, the Diary Award was like broken or something in like Artie things stacked on top of each other or something with the heart and a medium or whatever. Holy shit. And, yeah. then, and then people got banned for that for bug, bug abuse. Yeah, myself included. Even though I did it for like one hour, made a video <laughs> showing it and they banned me. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, so let's, let, let's talk about that actually. This, um, where's the line of, where's the line drawn from bug abuse? And, uh, and do you think nowadays there's more, how do I phrase this? Like there seems to not be as much integrity nowadays. Like, what do you mean by that? It depends on the, on the situation, I guess. And some, for example, um, integrity being like, how do I, I'm going to bring up like an example of Coxie, for example, like. Coxie gets banned for, you know, um, abusing the invocation system. Do you guys remember that drama? Yeah. 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 I this, do. Is a, this is about a year ago, just for automology's sake, potentially, if he doesn't know. Like, basically, there was a way to glitch the tombs of a mascot to give yourself artificially higher invocation without any more difficulty. Um. I mean, the rate would still scale with, like, the monster's HP and stats would still scale, but you didn't have, like, extra mechanics from yes, the monster. Yes, yes. So, but, uh, like, 99 people got banned, basically, because of but participating in this. Wasn't that for the, like, the double role or whatever, that you, like, uh, was in a big team and then only one person entered, like, the, the burial No, no, no that was something left? separate. There, there was okay. other people banned for that. That was the purple okay. glitch bug. That was... Yeah. Unbelievable. Apparently, there was never actually any concrete evidence that was given that anybody abused that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, people did it accidentally, apparently, but there was no actual evidence that people abused that, like, knowingly. Mm. Um, uh, I fucking lost. I've lost my train of thought. Uh, let me just, let me hear your guys' take on just integrity in general. Do you think people have become more lax on integrity in this game recently rather than in the past i think yes but that's been a long time coming i don't i mean i don't know if i've really noticed a big difference in the last like five years even like the first couple of years of old school i felt like there was a very strong sentiment in the community of like alts are not acceptable um you know non non-120 hk not acceptable um even like people who would pay for RC runners were kind of frowned upon, which is honestly kind of weird. Um, but that was pretty much gone within about three years or so. Once you know, Links Titan didn't care about morals and just did whatever he could to maximize XP gain. People just had to adapt to compete, and then kind of the whole skilling community followed that trend. Uh, and which was ultimately a result of Jagex not enforcing rules or changing rules. It all kind of comes back to Jagex's decisions. Um, but for, like some of the examples we've cited, I think there's kind of a line you can draw with banning people for bug abuse. Like if you just fuck up a thieving rate and people are getting 300k an hour thieving when they should be getting 200k and they immediately tweet you about it and make you aware of it, I don't think you should ban people for using that. You should just fix it as soon as you can. But if it's like an item duplication that's like completely fucking the game and people are like doing it secretly to try to optimize it as much as they can and not get found out, 
like that's a lot more nefarious and i think that is deserving of a ban yeah i agree with that i think the only reason just going back to that like pushing the invocation system beyond what it could be i think the only reason they got banned for that at least what i saw from that was it seemed almost nefarious like it seemed like they were trying to hide it in a yeah, sense, like I think very open. But Coxie said that he actually did reach out to JMods and try to get it, and he still got banned for it. Anyway, yeah, I, I think like you are certainly obligated to report bugs that you find to Jagex, and it, then it's kind of in their court to fix it as soon as they can or make the appropriate changes. Because ultimately, it's their fault for adding the bug to the game. Yeah, they should just hire like bug abusers before uh, QA testing. <laughs> just fucking let them rip the content to shreds and then like put it in the live game after all the fixes. They already do. Yeah, that, but they just put it in the live game. That's exactly. <laughs> there's there's that, a clear the lack here, of, yeah. of good QA on Jax's yeah. part. I mean, not even like with bug abuse stuff. Just like general balancing things or like yeah. simple. Like forestry, for example, like that you could hop worlds and just get like the the XP from the sapling with only just like using one fucking pile of mushrooms on it or whatever, and then you got like five k XP. Like okay, that's very <laughs> very balanced and definitely couldn't have been found out in like twenty seconds if a real like player looked at it. But oh well. yeah, I think they just like don't have any J mods that have that like are capable of thinking like mm -hmm. high level skiller basically. Yeah. They, like understand tick manipulation understand skilling metas and how things will fall into all of that yeah what are your uh, let's let's talk briefly on forestry so now forestry has been in the game for about four months now what do you guys what are your guys's overall thoughts on it well i'm still waiting for my log basket update <laughs> that was uh, supposed to be like well they actually like the, the log basket just didn't work like properly they i'm not sure like how someone could think that was like a good idea to put a log basket like that in the game but it's so complicated. anyway yeah. yeah but um i mean forestry actually i um i, I have this in my video that i'm gonna put out tomorrow for like the, the new series i did forestry in that video and i actually enjoyed it Okay. Believe it or not, no, I, that, that's a good but, thing to hear. You're, uh, but the thing why, is, yeah. but the thing is, I didn't like do it as intended. I had five alts like scouting the whole like all different places, and I was just like teleporting around. That was fun, but <laughs> did it feel like woodcutting? Absolutely not. It felt like a private server, but it was pretty fun. Yeah, because it's just different in its interaction. Yeah, and it yeah. takes brain power too. Yeah, and I and I needed like four or five alts to like set it up and like look all over the place where where the next event was and yeah, it was uh, it okay. was pretty enjoyable. But it's um, probably great yeah. XP per hour too, huh? Uh, it wasn't that good. I was only like seventy woodcutting still, but uh, okay. I only needed uh, the bark for the, for this one. All right, what I, do I you, don't know, man. What are your thoughts, uh, Caleb? Yeah, uh, I mean, overall, really disliked the update. Um, First of all, I I just don't know like why, who asked for this. It doesn't seem like anyone was really that excited about it, even like the I mean, casual players. It was an idea by Mod Squid in the, the what's it called, like the game jam. Game jam and it's yeah. it sounded like I actually voted yes to forestry. It sounded a pretty like a pretty cool like addition to woodcutting that you could like do 
some little extra interactions for getting like rewards, like a two-handed axe, like whatever else they pitched, like the log basket. That that's like those sort of mini game. Uh, it gave like of a, a mini game vibe, but you could get items that could benefit like training the skill outside of the content. But yeah, we definitely uh, know that that didn't happen, and it's like a whole new training method. Yeah, I guess like it could have been done in a way that I wouldn't hate. Maybe it it wasn't done that way. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the idea isn't entirely bad. Uh, the execution I thought was really bad. I really dislike that they changed woodcutting mechanics, something that's never been changed in the game. It's always been the same, and I just don't think it needed to be changed. I don't think that tree competition was really a problem. Um, I understand why they had to make some change if they want to make woodcutting social. Um, I don't really think that they were very successful with their original idea because, at least in my experience in free-to-play, I have a lot worse of a time woodcutting with a group than solo because the tree timers are always fucked up by people chopping the wrong tree at the wrong yeah. time. Um, most of the sapling events don't get completed because the spawn locations of the of the piles are bad and or people just don't care to do them or don't know what they are. It it's just it's kind of a nightmare and but to get the most like to get the best XP rates I have to do that. I have to go to Varak U's instead of my normal AFK U spot if I wanna just get free woodcutting XP, but it comes at the cost of just being annoyed at people being idiots all the time, basically. It's just not fun. I think that the sapling event is actually the most fun event, but it's just has no relation to woodcutting. Like it should give farming XP if anything. Yep. <laughs> but actually optimizing the, the sapling event is pretty fun and it's different every time, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, the roots event, it feels more appropriate, but I think they failed to um, balance it very well because the type of ax you use doesn't matter. It's always a hundred percent success rate, which I just think is kind of silly and lazy. Um, I haven't tried any of the pay-to-play aspects of it. I think like some of the rewards are fine and kind of make more sense uh, for it to be, you know, sort of mini game state, add a few rewards, but it's not like a primary training method. But it, it really is a primary training method, at least for free to play, which I think is kind of unfortunate. For free-to-play regs, also, it's... also for for main like normal main players in, uh, in like the members, it's also kind of the only thing people do now. Pre redwoods. Oh, you mean just like average players, but not for like yeah, efficiency. Yeah. No, just yeah, like the yeah. average. Like yeah, yeah. if you if you go to like world four four four, I think that's like the main four C world. There are like fucking thousand people doing that in series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my it's interesting. We all have like our different views on it. Like my personal take is I actually liked how they rebalanced trees. I thought that was the good change that they added to forestry. I just don't like that all trees now are is like a mini game. It's like you're just waiting for some random shit to spawn mm-hmm. that gives you a shit ton of XP. If they wanted to add a, like these events, first of all, in this is again my opinion on it. Everyone has a different one. Some people really enjoy forestry. I think the best way to have gone about it is, yes, maybe you can have one or two events spawn randomly. Maybe like 
or maybe just have one event that was like an evil tree so people get that nostalgia that they've been so fixated yeah. on for the past i actually years. i actually said that to uh Gobl I, I had a call with goblin and uh oh, goblin what am i saying squid and um <clears throat> and sarni and i mm. brought that up with the evil uh spirit and sarni was like yeah that could be pretty fun and and, and squid was like uh i don't know he, he only <laughs> wanted like the the events that actually helped the player so he uh and he was also like very against the farming idea for the sapling that i brought up to him mm. which was not ideal that he was like against like his uh like it was his project so he yeah, yeah. only wanted his his own views in the in the thing yeah see in my purse in my perfect world it would have been forestry is added First of all, in a very perfect world of mine, you would have rebalanced tree XP as well, I think. And this is just my own take on a lot of different gathering skills. I think we can look at certain trees and just give them an appropriate balancing. I think teaks, for example, are like really OP. Like they're just the success rate's extremely high. The respawn rate's really nice. And then every other mm -hmm. tree looks like dog shit in comparison, basically. And so yeah. you could go into those other trees and just be like, okay, we can improve the XP right here. Just put in the number, like plug in the numbers that are going to make this more balanced. That like would take success rates or everything. XP per yeah, yeah, like like XP per hour success rate. I mean, the success rate directly correlates to you know XP per hour, but um, and like for example, magic trees. If you're just AFKing a magic tree, it's like 25k XP an hour. Like you could you could improve that. You could. I don't know what the number would be, but you could sit down for literally an hour with a group of players and just be like, what's appropriate? Okay, let's do that. Um, and I, that was never addressed. So we still have the same problems where like certain trees just completely outclass other trees, like yeah, drastically. Like the thing is with force, you know, like Squid kind of adjusted all the trees, but the thing is that he made like um, the events more common at like magic trees pretty much like the magic if you if you only chop magic trees your xp per hour is going to be pretty similar to like when you're doing use with all the events yeah, yeah that's that's true but again in but my the, in my opinion yeah. that is true that that was implemented but i don't like the events i think the events, oh me neither yeah. like i like like he did what you what you said but he did it in like the wrong way like he yeah. only added XP via the events and not like actual woodcutting. And if events had been more focused on getting anima or whatever the currency yeah. would be, like that would be great. But why yeah. is it giving a 5,000 XP drop at the end? <laughs> like stop with that shit. Make it so you can do the events for rewards, not for XP. Yeah, I, I said it all yeah, to Squid and he just that. didn't listen. He, he wasn't having it. He just said, like, no, we're just going to keep it like this. We're going to nerf the numbers slightly and, like, no. Uh, again. Yeah, and, and I am with probably both of you in saying, like, there is nostalgia to be kept in this game. Like, there is... It's really a shame now that you go and chop trees and you have these fucking Fortnite spawns <laughs> happening all the goddamn time. Yeah. Like, what is this? And then you're trolling if you don't do them now. That's what feels so bad. Is like, mm -hmm. well, are, the thing is, the thing is, like you, you can actually just do the sapling event like once. You just like do at, at the start when it spawns. You just do one thing on it, and then just go back to chopping, and you still get the full XP drop at the end. <laughs> yeah, that part pisses me off so much. <laughs> like, it's yeah. really bad for AFKing well, woodcutting solo also, because like you go AFK, you come back, and the saplings like, even if it's drained by like. 10% of the health you lose like a thousand XP at the end it's insane oh is it like the, um, 
the blue bar makes the um, like the that that decides what the XP drop is going to be, right? At uh, well, it's, it's the point. It's the point on the blue bar when you do the first oh, heal. Okay. Okay. So if you don't get your yeah, first heal in like instantly, then you lose XP. And if if it's like ten percent <laughs> down, you lose like a lot of XP, like very very quickly. <laughs> Which is just so Big. stupid. Like you still healed the thing to full with yeah, plenty of I'm, time left like, over, but you get less XP. <laughs> like, I, why couldn't they have made it just like with your contribution? Like every point of like healing thing that you did, you get like XP for. So, but, or maybe you yeah. could like inflate it a little bit, and if you like really try harder, and other people like you could get boosted in a, in a way with that. I think they should just get rid of the final XP drop and make it just yeah, 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 yeah. reward extra bark or something. That's, that's and, like, all it it's already really good XP per hour if you have a good spawn of the sapling nope. items. Dude, if if they just made it so it was reward events, like this is there's no XP gained at this or very very minimal. But you want to get the log basket, you want to get the two handed axe. Okay, you gotta do these like bullshit nope. things until you get it and then you can go back to yeah. goddamn chopping a tree like woodcutting yeah, and then sli slightly adjusting like the normal xp rates of like use and, and magic trees and then we have a perfect update pretty much yes but, uh, that would have been okay you know what's also odd what? is the two-handed axe oh boy been such a mess it, like yeah. <laughs> like why why does it okay can you explain can somebody explain how it works so i'm not misquoting what it does well we don't really know how it works because they brought out uh three different iterations i think of the 200x now and currently we still gave them like shit for it and they went back to the drawing board and we still haven't heard anything in and two there won't be a beta <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and the 200x was also supposed to be out in the first part of forestry and um and there was no beta well, for but, that either <laughs> yeah there was no beta for that either send it. and forestry part two is delayed by like six weeks by now but the 200x would work as um follows that you uh but the, the recent iteration was that you have the um, rations used as up as a as a charge i think for the 200x so you would still get like XP bonus for very little downsides for at least main accounts. And for irons, it would be very annoying to get all the, the rations for it. One of the problems is I believe what they're trying to do with the two-handed axe is make it so you chop, like you get more XP, but you get less logs, which isn't that yeah. literally what the infernal axe was meant to do? Like, uh, well, that gives fire making XP and no like boosted wood cutting, but yes. But like, why why couldn't the axe have been? There is a downside, which is you're getting more logs, but you're getting more XP too. So yeah, there's more but, dropping. Yeah, but like a bigger axe would also just like mean more effective chopping, right? Like if you took a, like a huge axe and swung it at the at a tree, it would be like you would chop the tree down quicker, so you get more logs for it, right? Yeah. But suddenly they're like there's no, less logs now. Yeah, everything needs to be like easier and less uh, like more XP, less clicks. It's so dumb because like literally just recently, what was, what what is the item I'm thinking of? Like um shit, something they came out with some sort of scaling thing. For some reason it's spacing me right now, but for um, what skill? I think it was fishing, but now I'm like losing it. Blessing? Uh, Rada blessing? Yes, Rada's blessing. Well, well, okay, that's actually not the best. Um, no, no, it's uh, sorry. The celestial ring is what I'm actually thinking of right now. I think that's the thing I'm thinking. Where 
you're getting more XP directly, but you're also getting an extra resource. Like, why yeah. couldn't that have been the same thing as that giant axe? Like, why can't you, why couldn't they have just made it so you are getting the extra resource and the extra XP? Because they're for some reason you're getting minus resources for extra XP. It just it's like it doesn't compute. It's just like what is going nope. on here? It's so strange to me. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I I'm not a fan of the really of the run energy idea, or at least the way that they've tried to design well, it. Run energy is gone, but you still need to like use oppressions. So that is so fucking weird. Yeah. I'm just like, can we just have the yeah. Can we just just if everybody wants this goddamn two handed axe, just let it be in the game. Yeah, I mean, we already have two handed swords, and compare that to a normal sword, it's seven tick versus four tick. So. I think they should just make it so that it's a slower chopping speed, but you can have a chance at more logs. That would basically make woodcutting more AFKable, so I think it shouldn't be as good XP per hour, but should give mm -hmm. more logs per hour or something. I think that's what would make the most sense, like, just purely based on the game mechanics we already have. It wouldn't really be the best balancing because woodcutting is shit profit, and a little bit more logs wouldn't really be worth. I'm... But I think they should try to think more along the lines of, like, what makes sense, what would make this feel like it fits in the old school game. And it's definitely not the run energy stuff. I'm very concerned with what it's going to do to tick manipulation chopping. If it's going to interact with that, because if it does, holy... It probably will. Like, <laughs> it's probably going to be will, so they, they, will, they, will just, they will just treat it as a normal X. Like, they have no idea. Like, Squid <laughs> got asked on like one of the Q&As, yeah. like, does it work with tick manip? And he was like, uh, I don't know. And like, <laughs> oh, no! you're fucking making the update, oh, bro. No! Like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh no. Oh god, this thing's gonna... dude. Can you imagine this thing at like 1.5 tick takes like 350k XP an hour, some crazy <laughs> shit. Well, well, it's and less get... logs. Well, it well it gives more logs than uh, an infernal X. Like if you, if oh, you okay. do 1.5 tick takes. I see. But uh, the XP would only be 10 percent higher, right? That was what they proposed for it. Like 10% extra XP per successful job. Oh, I see. So it would only go, well, only, it would probably be like 250k an hour uh, if you like tick perfect or Jesus. close to tick perfect. So crazy. Oh, it is already like 220, 225 though, if you're like really good at 1.5 tick, but yeah. What is, okay, so uh, this is kind of a tangent. How much better, I don't know if you know the theoreticals behind this, like tick perfect 1.5 tick ticks with infernal over crystal. Um, I believe Crystal X is like four percent better success rate. That's it. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not that much because oh, the shit. teak like the teak success rate is already pretty high. So the the Crystal X oh yeah, you're getting double. Much, well, you get. Well, oh, I guess that like, doesn't affect it. Yeah, not really. But it's like pretty much impossible to do like a tick perfect Crystal X hour. You just get too many logs. So fucking you can hard. Keep up. Yeah. I think nobody has ever done a good like six-hour Crystal X. I think a couple of people tried, but they just didn't get like the same rates as the people with uh, Dragon X God or Infernal X. Yeah, Crystal X gets pretty aggressive. It's really <laughs> it's fun for that Iron Man method of chopping mahogs there and then banging yeah. them with your. It's, it's it's like way better for mahoganies, yeah. yeah. But uh, for teaks, the Crystal X doesn't really like add that much uh, oomph. Okay. 
Yeah, we'll see what they do to it, but I'm so I'm so grateful they're oh, scrapping tees. Also, yeah, that that's really good. But for the two handed axe, like they say, it's gonna be two handed. But what if you keep it in your inventory? Like, can you just like wield like a staff and a dome of fire and still use <laughs> probably, the axe? Probably. Will, will they will they think of that? Probably not. Yeah. Now you. <laughs> Like like, level three skillers will be able to use it. They said yeah. so. They they can't even equip it. So what's? It's not even a two handed X anymore in that <laughs> case. Watch yeah, them actually point. overlook the fact that you can wield two axes. So you're wielding a normal dragon axe, and you <laughs> also have that in your inventory. And it's like overriding oh, it. Like no, it's like, it's no, like combining no. the two. Oh man, please no. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's super busted on release. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, and this is something very random. Um, Caleb, you remember when, uh, just briefly, they broke all two-tick skilling and they made it so you could just have like an air staff equipped and just click on an NPC and then click a tree or whatever and two-tick oh, yeah. every tree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish I had abused that more. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, literally one of my favorite weeks in this game because... There was just a, a huge plethora of methods that were so fun to do. Just very briefly. Like everything yeah, became really interactive. Two thick willows and free to play. Pretty crazy. Yeah, like you could just go to the woodcutting guild and just start two ticking magics and two ticking teaks or uh, use. That was like obviously not great XP, but it was really chill. Also, the dark reps was a method from that, right? That you did. Or is that still. Was that different? All right. So what was interesting about that is I thought that that was just from that method. But then after everything got patched, it still worked at Dark Crabs. But that's because... Oh, really? Yeah. But that's because um, basically like that form of two-tick was also the same thing as like fishing tunas and uh, oh, okay. sorties. Okay. But uh, it like it interacted with your like auto retaliate thing or something with your attack cycle. And then... So what's interesting about it is in the wilderness resource center, actually anywhere in the I'm pretty sure in the wilderness resource center itself is actually where it's affected most. You cannot catch fish if you're under attack. And I think they made a weird patch to that oh. place in general just so you couldn't have a guy sitting there so that you're like immortal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So boxing you exactly so i think they yeah. made a weird little bug but what's interesting okay. is like you could still do the auto cast and then i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
fish every two ticks. Mm -hmm. It's really strange how that works. Okay. And do you remember the... um, Like, you could one-tick pretty much everything with, um, like, those... What's it called? The aerial fishing fish? They made They they, they, they changed something with... They changed it that you can only, like, cut one or per tick or something, and then that shit was one-tick skilling for, like, (laughs) half a day or something. (laughs) Yeah. I, by the way, I hate aerial fishing. I hate that. I've place. I've done it like a little bit. I I needed um <clears throat> uh, the the pearl barbarian rod. Mm. Well, I didn't need it. I wanted it for like AFK barb on my main. And I was not having a great time. Yeah, and I was like, man, I I if I just got a golden tench now, I would be done. And then I just got the golden tench and <laughs> sold it for one hundred pearls. So haven't really done it that much. But mm. I mean. Now- it's it, not like terrible, but I would never choose to do it now because it's like not best in slot for anything. It's not okay. Well, it is terrible in my opinion, but I think a, it's just like a simple way to make it less terrible is like just make it so that none of the spots change the speed of your fishing. I know that would change like fundamentally what the thing's about. Like you're trying to fish the closer spots. Wait, yeah, yeah, okay. But I wish it was just like everything was two ticks like just click click would we'll definitely click. make it more like entertaining i guess but it also takes away a little bit of the whatever the, you kind of call the skill yeah, ceiling the, there but for sure it's just annoying that, that place just pisses me off though to, like, i mean you, no you, end. you don't really have to interact with the content though unless you're like going for the collection log but that's kind of done your own fault yeah <laughs> no for, i don't interact with it but there's a reason i don't interact with it because it's yeah. shitty. okay let's go to these twitter topics there's a few that i oh, yeah. definitely want to cover have some, yeah. okay furry wall asks what would your idea of a new skill be like that one is just impossible to like. I, I wanted to think like of this one before the cast, but I didn't really get a chance to do so. But this one is super difficult to like do. I I actually think sailing could be the best addition in a skill wise. I'm not just gonna go with that one. Like I I'm very happy that sailing is the the one that uh, is gonna be worked on. It's uh, very hard to like come up with a good idea that's not like broken or stupid yeah i i don't think i've come up with any idea for a skill that i think is good enough to go into the game and i think it's very difficult to do so and maybe the conclusion to draw there is just that we don't need to add a skill (laughs) you could say that yeah (laughs) i think i think sailing is a pretty good idea so it's really just down to whether they do a good job implementing it yeah i agree um i think i i have hope that sailing will be good i'm worried still because everyone's hatred for skilling yet everyone's love for adding new skills it's very odd yeah well they probably expect sailing not to be like a lot of other skills which it probably won't be that's true yeah well we'll see how um how it's implemented i don't have anything to add on that point okay uh Jimmy says, ask Automology to show his abs live. I think that was based on <laughs> our brief conversation about you in the last cast. Well, there are pictures out there. <laughs> if you really want to find them. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's it's actually very interesting because I have both of you on and you're both like 
iconic skillers and yet you both take your you know fitness very seriously um i haven't really asked you as much he box but i mean you're you're really into calisthenics correct and you're still not not that much anymore well it's because you're a content creator at this point you have to put ass and chair a lot more right or what do you mean do you i'm well i'm doing more like um like weight training like, oh uh, really yeah i'm doing like a mix i'm doing like weighted calisthenics and like normal weight training at the moment just more like into bodybuilding and uh yeah okay so, so are you more in... what are you on the bulk right now like are you uh trying to bulk up a little bit yeah kind of i was like um i used to be like 78 kilograms or whatever that is in pounds i'm not too sure Let me look it up. <clears throat> but um I'm um I was like 85 uh kilograms pretty recently in my like peak bulk or whatever you want to call it but um and how tall are you uh 1 meter and 87 centimeters which is like 62 okay so wow oh, boy <clears throat> 62 jesus i'm 511 damn i well, I'm, I'm i'm dutch so I'm pretty average for my uh, like uh, height here. Yeah. So I mean, you're very lean, and once I mean, I mean, one seventy one being six two, or I guess you're like one seventy two pounds. Like that's what are you like eleven percent body fat? Mm, I'm not too sure actually. Probably a bit more at the moment, but yeah, I'm like fairly lean. Yeah, I uh, definitely. Uh, well, I, I store most of my body fat like on my legs and on my uh, like abs, I guess. Mm. Like, my six pack isn't as defined anymore, but um, I don't know. I'm just like building some muscle, and we'll see where 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 it ends up. But I still like uh, doing like stuff like pull ups, but I just do them with like weighted and, and such. Nice, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and Kayla, I didn't realize you were five nine. I thought you were like my height. Uh, but you are what? Like I know your latest picture was like 162 pounds, I believe. Yeah, I'm still around there, like 163 to 165 ish. I haven't really get, been gaining or losing weight much because I I've only been doing leg training for like four months now. Yeah, I've you have injuries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've just been kind of maintaining, trying to keep my squat strong at least. So what happened to your wrist exactly? Hard to say. I mean, for a while they said it was tendonitis, so I assumed that was from using the computer a lot because I was working at the computer all day, doing powerlifting and then doing three-tick skilling. So that's a lot of wrist strain. It, it started after I worked extra hours for a few days in a row, so I was working like 10-12 hours a day, and it started to get sore after that. So, but... Recently, I got an MRI and because like it's been months and it hasn't really improved, and they said that it's a sprain of one of the ligaments, like right where the pain has been, basically, which makes a lot of sense. So maybe it was a result of powerlifting. Like shortly before it started bothering me, I was doing a lot of uh, like really intense grip strength stuff, like farmers carries with like I don't remember. I think like 120 pounds in each hand farmers carries like walking back and forth Damn. and that was like really really wrecking the forearms and wrists i didn't really notice any particular incident where like it was like sharp pain or anything it just felt like muscle soreness but just like overtrained probably and then 
Yeah, I think I was just overtrained, like using using the computer a lot, not giving enough rest, and it all kind of culminated. So, mm. yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, it's, it's been, been tough. It's been months now. Yeah, it started in June. Jesus. It's it's gotten, I would say, significantly better in the last like three ish weeks. So I can okay. like actually play the game a little bit again. I'm gonna. I, I've been off of work for a couple months now, just like on disability, because just like using the mouse and keyboard was too painful for a while. Damn. But I'm gonna start working part time again next week, and I've been like doing stuff that isn't just flesh crawlers on on the game, <laughs> and it's not bothering me that much. So I think it's getting better slowly. That's hopefully it. Yeah. Jeez. Whenever I've had a few times where I've had wrist pains, but they usually like it feels like they never go away, and then all of a sudden it's gone. I've never, I don't think I've ever had like a, a serious problem with my wrist. It's generally just like an injury in the gym or something, but it usually is just about six weeks and then it's healed. Mm. So, yeah, I've never had anything like this. Like, I've had mild soreness that will last for like a day or two if I've been gaming a lot, and then it's fine. Yeah. But this time, it, it kind of, I thought it was just that, like, it, it was just, like, kind of sore, but then it just didn't go away, and then it, it was just there for, like, so long, and then it started getting worse, and, yeah. So, have you been, have you been able to do, like, upper body stuff, or, like, not at no, all, like, zero? No, not at all. Um, is your physique, and, like, kind of tanked now, or is it still, <laughs> like... It's, I mean, I'm sure I've lost a lot of strength. I feel like it takes a lot for you to really look that different. Like, I remember... I mean, when... if you, like, not do anything, then it can go pretty quickly after a couple months, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely... Like, I've noticed my arms are a little bit smaller and stuff, yeah. which kind of sucks, but uh, it, it will come back. I'm yeah, not... you'll gain that back pretty quickly. Muscle memory yeah. and, uh, will still be there, but... Yeah, I remember, like, with COVID, I couldn't go to the gym for a few months, and lost a fair amount of strength but i think it took me maybe like a month or two to get back to like my pre-covid nice. numbers yeah it's it's oh. good when you get like a baseline going and then you just it, it you, you could literally spend six months out of the gym and then come back and just within a matter of three months kind of get where you were back um i was curious though because i looked at like your like super early before pictures before you started lifting, Caleb, and you, I think it was like 128 pounds. Yeah, I was really small. To, so how much muscle, like how much lean mass do you think you've actually accumulated over like the last six years? You think it's like, it's over 30 pounds, right? Yeah, I mean, total weight gain is like 40 pounds and like most of that is muscle, probably like 30 to 35 pounds. That's fucking wild. So I mean, I I kind of have the same. Like I looked up what one twenty eight pounds is. I was yeah. I wasn't even that much heavier uh, when I started. I was like uh, like sixty kilos. It's one thirty five. I think I was around. That. <clears throat> um, you were wow one thirty five at six two. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was I was super skinny, but yeah, that's yeah, the game I, of physique. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> skinny. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like decently built right now, so definitely happy where I'm at uh, after like four years of training now so you've probably put on as well like 35 pounds of yeah. muscle yeah jesus yeah that's that's crazy so it definitely slows down though you guys have probably noticed mm -hmm. that oh yeah well the, 
I, I started gaining more since I like switched to more like weight resistance training instead of calisthenics, but mm. that's just because of the style of training I switched up and eating a little bit more. Yeah. I, I wonder how much like you could, I mean, cause you're six foot two. So I think just the <clears throat> ceiling of how much muscle you could put on is more than. Yeah. I'm like two. not even close to like my limit. I think if I really, really like started uh, to push like uh, my limits, I uh, I think I could get a lot bigger, but I'm not sure if I'm willing to <laughs> like eat so much. Really? What that that's the pro- that's like yeah yeah, yeah. The thing I mean, you don't I, want to I, eat. <laughs> I I I really like going to the gym. Like yeah. sleeping is also going pretty well, but just fucking eating, man. Like I I'm already <sighs> eating like three k calories, and I'm like, yeah, kind of satisfied with it. Like how much I I eat, but if I have to like go to like three and a half four k at some point, <laughs> see, I'm a natural fat ass, so I can like mm. eating is always a pleasure for me. I could just no, that's that's definitely can... the hardest part for me. <laughs> Yeah, it was the same for me when I was when I was really putting on weight. I like it's a chore. I would I would sometimes spend like an hour eating dinner just because it took me that long to get all the food down without wanting to throw up. Holy shit! Yeah. See, I I need to start actually weightlifting because I just do calisthenics with my. I have like a kettlebell and like a. Um, well, I guess I have like an actual. I mean, barbell like. Now, calisthenics kind of has a different meaning so at least to me it means more like doing push-ups dips pull-ups like the basic movements yep, yep. that is what you use for to like build muscle and you can actually get pretty big with like doing those basics but you have to like really push yourself like with uh, the intensity mm-hmm. because the, you kind of grow out of of them pretty quickly for like um yeah you can pretty much do like 10 15 pull-ups fairly quickly if you're like doing that consistently but then you kind of got to start adding weight um to really like push yourself again yeah 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 i think i need to actually go to a um i mean for me i want to actually put on a little bit more size just over the next couple years and i Mm -hmm. think just the most efficient way to do that is actually just lift weights um yeah it's definitely definitely easier to progressively overload with uh weight training yes yeah yeah for sure, I do a lot of different variants now with like my dips, and I'll do like L sits a lot just to try to build my core more. And uh, my push ups are definitely I have to do a bunch of different variants and like really just like focus on mind muscle connection because it used to just be like, yeah, let's just pull out thirty push ups as fast as possible. Now it's like I go yeah. as slow as possible now. Yeah, definitely <laughs> on the what is it the eccentric. Am I saying that correctly? Just yeah. Like the negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely want to control that one really well if you want to build muscle and then like stretch the muscle like properly and then like quick concentric and uh, you have a pretty good uh, rep there. I used to be pretty um, like, I, I don't know. I think it's like a lot of bro science as well. And again, everyone's different. Like everyone's body's different like slightly. But for me, I realized like I actually gain like i do better growing when i train every day but i never like gas myself out mainly because it's mostly calisthenics so it's kind of hard to like fully gas yourself out but me training every single day has been really really good for me and i think uh, like i don't know if you guys do that at all or you're just like three days a week well like every 
type of training works. You just need to like match the intensity to like the volume. That's like the whole thing you need to do. Like if you train every day, you just cannot go to failure ever because you're just gonna not gonna recover for the next session. Mm-hmm. But if you like, I train like five days a week, four four or five days a week at the moment, and I can definitely push myself like to failure or sometimes even past failure. And I just need to like make sure I recover for like the next whatever I did. I did legs today this morning, so I just need to recover for like in four days for my next leg date, and I'm fine. But yeah. if you train every day, you just wanna. Like do more medium, moderate yeah, intensity. Yeah, just don't don't go to failure ever because you're just not going to recover. Yeah, that seems to work for me really nicely. It it, yeah. it also just keeps me more in a rhythm, just knowing I do it every day. Yeah, as definitely. soon as it's that, like that helps, every three yeah. days, it's like eh, I just skip today. Yeah, that I, I I feel that sometimes I take an extra rest day, which isn't necessarily a bad thing to do to take extra rest because sometimes you do need it, mm-hmm. even if you think you don't, but. Yeah, like just starting a day with a workout is definitely good for like the rest of your day as well for the mental. So, yeah. Totally. Okay. Let's see. Mutations asks, thought or he says, oh, I guess it is a question. Thoughts on skill rework slash restructures before adding a new skill. For instance, smithing comes to mind with the 90s levels making rune items, level 40 items. So just restructure in general. Do you... But what are you else are you gonna make with smithing at level ninety? That's, like, the, do... that's the problem. Like <laughs> you, you can't make anything else. Like a, a yeah. dragon kite shield or something. Like they would have to do like an RS three style rework where they add a whole bunch more armor tiers that you can smith. But do we it want makes that? It's, it is such a crazy thing to rebalance. I just think it would be so unnecessary. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Just yeah. Like... yeah like i can see the logic there i think that it was a mistake when they first <laughs> made yeah. the smithing skill to have you know tier 40 armor be smithed at level 90 plus but it's been like I mean, this for so that was long. the end game armor back then yeah if anything they should have just made it require higher combat skills to wield i guess i don't know but yeah. uh yeah <laughs> I, is... I just I don't really think it's necessary to make the change in old school. I don't think it's causing any problems. I don't think so either. Um, I mean, there there is so there are so many weird imbalances with this game that like if if you really were to try to make everything really balanced and look nice and like very streamlined, it would the game wouldn't even be recognizable. At least in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Like if you I wanted to rebalance s- everything, like I'd make some insane changes if I like could recreate this game but it would be it'd be a very different game yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like just just combat in general like thinking of weapon imbalances and how just stupid some things are like the one of the stupidest things ever is ranged um styles where like accurate is a tick slower and rapid (laughs) is a tick like did anybody recognize that this is like literally a 30 percent dps increase like Like that I mean, kind of if, shit. if accurate also had like a way better accuracy increase, but it gives like four range bonus yeah. or something extra, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. These kind of discussions, like it's really fun getting like a a crazy nerd on and just talking about all the all the balances that could be made and changes to make the game look more clean. But it's just it's gonna change the game so drastically. Yeah. Not words. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, DBV Orange says, question for Hebox and Dead Wilson, Rip. Uh, have you ever yeah. considered skilling in free-to-play? What attracts you to it and what deters you from it? I've definitely considered it, but the only thing that is like attracting me to it is like the no updates. But then again, you guys got forestry, so yeah. RP. Forestry really but, fucked up woodcutting for yeah. free to play regs. Like it seems very nice to have like a confined like server pretty much where you're kind of just free from the terror of the changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um it's a little bit too empty for me to like fully enjoy. I definitely like most of the skills and all the like interactions and the extra content members give. So I will probably never play a free to play like uh, as a main. Maybe I'll do some like mini series or whatever on it at some point if I have a good idea. But uh, I think I'm just gonna stick with the UAM for now. Yeah, I'll. I'll I'm just gonna put myself in dead wilson's shoes and just answer the question <laughs> for him but like i've actually considered playing a free-to-play but it again it's kind of like that limit there's there's too many limitations yeah and uh i think if i were to ever make a new account or something or try a different mode it would just be a snowflake normal iron man on the members world where i make restrictions that would make it optimal for my play style like just yeah I don't know. Well, like, actually, why why don't you ha have like ever made a new account? Like, I know you said like you want to progress your main, but like yeah. not to flame you here, but you're like not really playing that much at, at the moment. So I think if you like made some series or something on on YouTube, like you you already have a viewer base. I think you could definitely enjoy the game way more if you just had a new like fun account that you could like progress. For some reason, I have this like fear that like I'm. I don't want to spend time on a different account because I'm so, for some reason, I'm so obsessed with like one account progression. Like any time I put into this game, I want it to be on one, but you're totally right. I think if I were to just accept, like, let's just make a new account and see how much fun I could have with it. I think I'd have a fucking blast. Yeah, I think so too. So <laughs> it would also be good for your YouTube as well. If you have like some new content and maybe you have like a really good idea and pops off and suddenly you're like 50k subs, who knows? For sure. But I need, if I ever were to do that, like I, I really need to have the passion for it. So I, I do need to give it a try for sure. But I don't yeah. want to make any false promises saying like, hey, I'm starting a brand new series and then fucking burn out three episodes. Yeah, in yeah. Yeah. Like, Actually, Sorry. I I almost did that. Like I after the the Maxcape speedrun I yeah. did, I I said in, in my stream, I actually did a stream starting the series. I wanted to get to get a Zuckhelm uh, on my main from like uh, oh, zero yeah. zero zero bank. Like oh, I yeah. only had a Maxcape in my bank, so I already made some GP and I did some Gauntlet and I did some uh, Muspa. I got some CA task already, and I was like, man, this shit is so fucking boring with like shit <laughs> shit gear like trying to to to, to like yeah, build my bank without any alts and i was like i'm not doing this i'm, I'm like sorry guys i'm just like not gonna continue this for now yeah and I, then i started the ultimate iron man like the, the same week that oh, actually i started i started the uam before i was like trying to mm. get my uam to a certain point that i could like do contracts or something while working on the the, the main series but I, it was just not for me like the the rebuild stuff with uh, with the rules i had it was it was not fun <laughs> that's definitely a worry of mine and i th this is another problem with me is i i feel like naturally 
I like this game because of skilling and because of like more boring grinds. But because mm -hmm. like ever since I became a content creator, and don't get me wrong, I still like progressing my account in PVM and stuff, but that's not why I play. Like I like the progression, but I'm not obsessed with PVM. Like I'm not obsessed with like, oh my God, like I just want to get all this shit out of the way so I can PVM all day. It's like, I really kind of just want to enjoy every aspect of the game. And I actually kind of like skilling a lot more, but skilling is just not fun to watch or <laughs> for most players. Like they don't want to... Well I would disagree with that. <clears throat> I think I did a pretty good job with like making skilling content enjoyable. But uh, that is true. And you have you have to like present it in a certain way that it's like <clears throat> uh, fun for people to watch. Though it's definitely like because I'm doing extreme things, people enjoy watching it. But if I just had like some random, like if I started uh my youtube earlier with just like 200 mil all progress nobody would have watched it other than like the hlc you're right but because i did something that was never done before and it was also together with jcw as a race it started like to attract a lot of attention and then like yeah things started rolling you're right no i i really i have thought of a couple different snowflake ideas because uh, one of the one of the series let's, let's hear one let's hear one well, I can't actually share this because it's going to get stolen. Um, I yeah, that's, that's if I true. if I make it, I, it needs to be hidden. But it's it's yeah, pretty okay. simple, and it it kind of is like a chunk man in a sense, but it's not chunk based. But it's like this idea where there are limited restrictions, and there is like an objective to get on to the next stage. Okay. But I love Verfs like series like i th just think him limiting himself and just seeing this little snowflake that's in one area and just seeing that crazy snowflake bank just blow up mm -hmm. and just like all those little tedious grinds like that that's fun to watch and i think i'd actually enjoy playing that account type the problem is is that the reason the series is so fucking awesome is because he's put in a goddamn shit ton of hours doing like the most menial grinds that's all condensed yeah. and yeah, i don't he, know he plays like 10 hours a day every day <laughs> and i'm like fuck like i don't know if i'm willing to put that in for like you know spending four months 10 hours a day just to make one episode like yeah Jesus. i i can understand that so yeah. i i gotta figure out a nice balance where it's interesting engaging it doesn't take obscene amounts of hours to get an episode out yeah but yeah um let me ask caleb actually the opposite do you think you'll ever play main mode or members mode ever again i haven't been able to think of any members game mode that i would want to play over free to play iron man i'm i'm planning to continue playing my main as a side project account just to keep myself entertained on the less interesting grinds on the free to play but i don't know pay to play if i were to play pay to play i think i would definitely play ultimate iron man of some sort but the farm runs and just like the dailies and stuff like that are <laughs> huge, huge detractor. And also just some of yeah. the skilling methods like Winter Todd and a lot of the Iron Man methods just don't seem fun. So if I were to create it, I'd only be training like a few skills and I don't know, it doesn't really appeal enough to feel like it's worth it. Dude, I miss old like the the olden days of old school runescape where pe like there was nobody with 200 mils and skills 
that like the race was still on every like it was respectable to see people's like high xp and skills like you just don't get that anymore that feeling is gone man it's gone forever yeah it's just it really is it's different i mean that's what happens when you have 10 years of a of grind based video game and it also is getting progressively easier would you guys Things play, just get saturated? Would you guys play an old school, old school? This is an interesting one. I have actually <clears throat> been thinking about a, a lot recently since like all the fucking shit is going down on Twitter and like all the skilling. Like I was always not a fan of old school, old school, but I think I really do like one right now, just in case. <laughs> I would enjoy it a lot, I think, if there was like... Uh, but the, the thing is, like, where... Like, what quality of life do you include? Because, like, the current backup has, like, a lot of bugs and other bullshit. So it's not like a simple press on the button and we have an old-school, old-school server. It's very hard to draw the line. And we have things like RuneLight where inevitably an old-school, yeah, old-school would get insane yeah. quality of life. And so yep. you have... You just... I don't know. The way I see it, and I'll ask Caleb as well, Like, but the way I see it is, the, in my perfect world, it would be old school, old school, where you have all the content on release of 2007 Scape, or, you know, old school, and there is a promise that no content will ever be updated in this game. So this is all you get content-wise, but mm -hmm. you have all the quality of life that we enjoy today. And I know there would be... All? The reason all I say the reason I say all is because there is no way to not have it that way. Like it's it's either you have some weird rules that people just break the rules anyway because they realize they can without being detected, or it, it's just too it's too hard of a line to draw. Like you yeah, can't... will people even play it? Like I'm sure a handful of players will do it, but like if there's not really an incentive to play on the the server other than just like nostalgia i don't think mm -hmm. it's gonna be that big of an issue with like well not the, really my concern is that there probably won't be as many people caring about the integrity of the game like like the team they're they're not gonna care that much about like oh this yeah. guy is using some crazy ahk bullshit for this like okay like we're it's like they they won't even give a fuck so mm -hmm. instead of drawing the line in the sand, be like, okay, you can't use this, can't use this, can't use this. But anybody that's not streaming or anybody that's, you know, <laughs> just is still doing it. They're still abusing it. I just feel like the best way to go about it is just allow all of RuneLight to be available. So that's all the quality of life we also enjoy as well. And But just keeping it so that no content ever gets updated. There's still bug fixes. There's still further quality of life. But the content itself will remain the same so it really is like an xp grinder game I, I don't know i just feel like that i feel like that's the best way i can see it going down but what are your thoughts and i want to hear from caleb as well i i was gonna say if they release it they should make it so you're not allowed to use third-party clients whatsoever you can only use the vanilla client um oh like just but like line. steam or something or like whatever they have like offered on like the yeah, just new like and improved the, client. I mean, I don't want any any changes to interfaces or any really like QOL stuff at all. I'd want it to be pure vanilla. They just yeah. need to like fix that 
bug with the penguins or whatever where you could like spam agility xp or like whatever other bugs that so, exist in the game so let me just clarify it you're saying vanilla of like what vanilla was on the release of 2000 or uh, of the release of old school like yeah like, like that I, kind of vanilla client or like what yeah. we'd see on like mobile and stuff like would you be able to play like on mobile nah okay no 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 we we need all like the old interfaces like it would actually be like a little like capture of like back back in the day like a snapshot pretty much of okay. like yeah. the, the servers back then I, I that's what i really would enjoy but i wouldn't be against that i just think that people will still use clients if they somehow can I make mean, it so you literally that's, that's fine by me like i would rather have it um that it's going to be a little bit active if people like use that stuff but i wouldn't use it myself i would like purely have it as a like a personal like thing like server that i can log in and just gain some xp if i if i want to yeah i i wouldn't play it competitively uh because i don't think jagex would enforce enough rules for me to feel good yeah. about that because like i wouldn't want to play it competitively if people are using third-party clients just or for personal uh, goals botting or whatever else like they would have to have really strict and effective rule enforcement for me to feel like it was a good game that's worth grinding hard no swapping because yeah, if there's no gonna be like also, imagine yeah, no no alts and like if, if swapping is a thing then like people are gonna like bot on that thing to like swap gp to the main game again yeah yeah there would be a lot of that be that'd have to be a lot of enforcement in this kind of thing which i don't know if jagex is willing to allocate yeah yeah to make like five players like really happy like yeah. okay, me yeah. and a couple others <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no I but just don't don't th- think it would happen it would be so fucking fun i i just think it, and then the, and the other cool thing is like this mode would last so long like people the average player would probably pop in for the first like couple weeks then quit, but then come back here and there, quit, come back. Like it would be this kind of like continuous thing. But the best part about it is it never gets devalued. It's just like this yeah. is never going to get any content update. So, yeah, that'd be, it would give you a huge peace of mind. Like yeah. I, I feel like there's a lack of peace of mind in playing old school because you're just always trying to like base your gameplay around updates and strategize about like what's going to get devalued the hardest or whatever. Yeah. That would be fucking awesome. And everyone's a main, too. Oh, that'd be nice. Yep. Bank <laughs> sales are back. Got fucking Zybez <laughs> back. No, <I'm> yep. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the 2004 skate project that Tanner Dino's been working on? No. I've, I've heard about it, but I don't really know anything about it. Him and I don't know how many other people, like a few other people have been working on basically just like a very accurate remake of RuneScape, like shortly after rs2 release and they're writing it from yeah. scratch like there's no code base to go off of that's why tanner is like always tweeting mod ash with random like technical questions about <laughs> like under <laughs> the hood game code and you can actually log in and just like walk around the map you can't interact with a lot of stuff yet but it seems oh, like damn. fairly promising if they actually finish the project how, how long is that gonna take you think probably a long time i think they've already been working on it for like upwards of a year but like four years or something, something could be like i don't know yeah i mean it's like a it's a but huge it's, project and a big yeah, commitment so like i, I wouldn't want it like, like right now but if like things go to shit, it could be a nice thing to like uh play from time to time 
Yeah. My concern is like if it becomes very popular, then like they'll need to pay a lot of money for servers, so they'll need to charge yeah. for it. And then if they charge for it, then Jagex will shut it down. That's true, yeah. But I don't know, I guess the the hopeful part of me is like <laughs> if it gets popular enough, maybe Jagex will acquire it or something and support it. Mm. That'd be fucking that would awesome. be better, yeah. Dude, 2004 was my era. Like, that's when I started this game. Yeah, imagine that. Just like Dragon I don't even know shield, what, we, what we have. Dragon Longsword, Full Rune, D Med. <laughs> well, like, what content was like in the game? Were, which skills were there not in the game? Slayer wasn't. Slayer was 2005. Yeah, yeah no Slayer. So the latest okay. skill is RC, which came out with RS2 ah. release. That'd be fucking nuts. Yeah. It'd be pretty interesting, yeah. You can't like, even get to 2K total. Yeah, I think it's 1980-something-ish. <laughs> can't remember yeah, what the max was. I think. Yeah, it should be 1981. Oh, wait, no. I don't know. Eight. Wouldn't it be 1880? Or no, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I can't do the math right now. A lot of skills, like, like bank stand skills, were quite different also because they didn't have tick delays or interface pop-ups like you just use the items and it's like fletching so some skills would be like really crazy okay yeah it's it's really tough because when you want an old school version of the game everyone has a different idea of what that is and so you're not going to be able to please everybody anyway but I think the biggest thing that those players would want like the reason an update like this would be successful is the promise that no other content will come out. So the game always remains the exact same. Yeah. But I'm it's totally... unfortunate. Yeah. It's too bad that Jagex doesn't have, like, a... It seems like they don't just have, like, a simple Git repository of the code base throughout all the years that they could just go back to a specific snapshot at, like, any point in time that the code base was changed and start up the game from there. Like, Minecraft has that, for example. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do. I, I how did they? So. How, well, how did they come out with old school? Well, there was just like a random backup. I think someone found somewhere of like yeah, August two thousand seven. They got lucky and happened to find a backup from that specific point. <laughs> it's pure luck. Now the game is yeah. huge, dude. Did you see that graph that out of all the play, players playing old school or RS three, it's like in the eighty percent range that. Like eighty something percent are playing old school. Damn. Over RS3, it, I think it's like high eighties even. It was something nuts. I mean, it's fifty uh, percent bots. <laughs> That's yeah. true. <laughs> Jeez. I wonder what the percentage actually is. Like, how many real players are actually like playing this game, and how many of them are bots? I would bet it's at least like thirty percent bots. Yeah, dude, think I'm so thinking too. like sixty-five percent bots. Nah, probably not. Maybe I mean, maybe it's pushing it. I mean, it could happen. Like, it wouldn't like completely surprise me. But I think it's more like around thirty. Yeah, but I could still see it happening. There are just some spots though where it's all bots. Like there, there are like some spots around the game where there's like no real mm-hmm. humans. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's so and then you bad. also have like the the gold farmers as well. Yeah. That are. They are real humans, but they are not playing the game for playing the game. Dude, the botting problem has gotten so bad recently. I mean, they they started banning like uh, at least Forgotten Zora bots, I think. 
I, I remember, well, Dead Wilson isn't here, but he um, posted a screenshot of his forecard rank gaining like 400 ranks with already like thousands of kills. Wow. So, and yeah. Finally. Now, I, I'm really hopeful. I heard some rumors that like when they make it so everyone needs to log in with the Jagex accounts, um, that's going to like cause a lot of bots to mm. not be able to bot anymore. Because there's like a verification thing or something yeah. to hmm. make you know that you're That'd not on good. a different bad client. Like, that would be so fucking great. They just need to fix the hop limit issue with Jagex accounts and then I'm sold. What, what's the problem with that? Right now, there's a separate hop limit for Jagex launcher clients and mm. like standard Runelite or uh, vanilla client. So if you're doing world hop methods, you get double the hop limit and double the hop regeneration speed if you use both. And once you're on Jagex account, you can only use launcher. Mm. So like DK Ho ran into this issue now that he's doing uh, the world hop Karambon method where he gets hop limited after like two hours or something. And if he didn't have a Jagex account, I'm pretty sure he'd go for probably like five or six. That's a pretty enormous um, difference. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, here's a question from Find My Dog. In a hypothetical world where tick manipulation skilling didn't exist slash never existed, would you guys still be skilling enthusiasts? Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I always loved skilling over anything else in RS, and I was primarily focused on skilling long before I learned about tick manipulation or got into it. Same. It's like, imagine back in like in the early days of old school RuneScape, like they, you know, started discovering these tick manipulation methods and Jagex was like super stern on just like, okay, we're eliminating it. Like we're, we're making it so you can't do that. That'd be such an interesting game to play. Where everything it would definitely just... some skills would definitely be like not my favorite. <laughs> like imagine like fishing I... could only be you click on the spot and wait. Yeah, I wouldn't really enjoy that. I think. Well, you could still do like uh, elking, like during the fishing. I guess there, there's still some things you can do or do like fletching. But I definitely enjoy those skills uh, mainly. The, yeah, the gatherers that you can use Tickmanip. I definitely enjoy them way more. Because of Tickmanip, but even if there wasn't mm -hmm. Tickmanip, there's still like plenty of other skills that would still be interesting to train. Like uh, agility is still a very cool skill, Slayer. So, yeah, yeah. I would still manage, I think. That's all yeah, I mean, yeah, that's how it. the game was for quite a while, like pre EOC days. <laughs> like when Suomi was doing Tunerville All, there wasn't really much tick manipulation. Like you just kind of park at the. Um, yeah. At the fishing spot or at the tree or whatever, but people, yeah, people would alk or like superheat or other stuff like that. Just ass and chair. That's all it was. Yeah, it's still much. what it is, but yeah. Um. So slightly going back to uh, like the whole Tickmanip and Gnome Cube stuff. I'm not going to talk about Gnome Cube, but uh, <laughs> the the one of the one of the things is like tick manipulation for me is a means to an end. Like, th there's nothing inherently like amazing or something that's like essential about tick manipulation in regards to skilling i think the thing that makes some skilling methods fun is just the rhythm of it it's like the rhythm and the flow you can get into it and the predictable resource extraction the mm -hmm. timing with your clicks like 
that stuff is what's really addicting. There's nothing necessary about having to click knife log or doing any other thing. It's it's really just yeah. about that flow state you can get into, which is consistent cycles of, you know, I think that's, I think that's essential when it comes to like really good skilling methods. That's my own opinion. Obviously it's subjective, but like, yeah, like if, if the XP was the same, I would still do Tickmanib, I think, because the other ones aren't just interesting enough to like do for long periods of time for me. Yeah. Like the, I, I rarely play when I was doing tune mill all, I never play with like XP on the screen, like whatever. I just mm -hmm. do the method. I mean, I checked it at the end of the day to see if I, like, got my hours, but... Yeah. I mean, you... Like, this is the same thing. Like, this is why PVM is so addicting to some players and so fun is, like, there's rhythm attached to it. Like, one of the best fights is Ulm 4-1. to one. Like, doing that, it's just a constant rhythm you're in. Like, the, yeah. the, there's yeah. an objective cycle that you're trying to maintain. That is so addicting. And... Mm -hmm. Like, imagine Ulm was just, okay, just click it, just, just click the spot and just kill it. Like, that is just boring. Like, that's just like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that really boring, yeah. Yeah, just looking for the hit splats. Come on, bigger hit splat, come on. Like, <laughs> that's just fucking boring. And so, like, the best fights are the ones that have a really good rhythm to it. We we see it, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that crazy, um, I think it's like at the very end of P3 Verzik where... She's in her enraged phase, and these people do this perfect um, cycle where they go all around Verzik, and she she remains stationary because they're doing like their perfect clicks in like a diamond formation. Anyway, like in the oh in the oh that's different than what I was envisioning, but okay. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Adicon made a video on it. It's just it's really really cool. Um, but it's something where it's like okay, this is a five tick rhythm at this point, and it's just hella smooth, and this is what yeah. creates extremely addicting gameplay is staying in these cycles and i think that's what skilling can really offer at an exceptional level and i think we missed the mark with that with every skilling update like we instead of focusing on that addiction to cycles and uh, like nice rhythm they come out with things like giant's foundry where it's just like <laughs> it's a fucking toddler mini game it's just like you go yeah. and match the colors and it's just like there's nothing good about this. It's just like click the next station. Like what the fuck, yeah. man? I mean, they just like make the content based on the, the XP rates pretty much. Like they start with, I feel like they start just with like, all right, we need a new spitting mini game and it needs to be around this ballpark of XP. And then they just like add some mechanics to it and then you have to update. I, I, that's how it's I feel so like boring. that's it, made, but yeah. I, it's because we they don't have a fundamental grasp on like what makes something good I'm, addicting content well the thing is um for the upcoming game jam i'm not sure if you uh, have seen or heard about it but mod goblin actually reached out to i think the summit discord mm. for like feedback on what makes skilling like uh, what what do you like about skilling he also uh, reached out to me in, in in dm and like he watched my video and he said that he already had a pretty good idea, but he still wanted to, like, ask me. But they are actually, like, working on um, some stuff, I think, for, um, like, making skilling more interesting. So I'm very, uh, like, looking forward to what they're going to make. But uh, there was some very interesting, like, stuff going on with that. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's essential to just understand what's 
what's what's really addicting about skilling because there are mm-hmm. some methods that literally just suck yeah interesting yeah. okay let's see um i don't know if you guys play rs3 but doc chris mm-hmm. is asking which rs3 skill has the best design i don't play R- i never played rs3 no, never <laughs> yeah i the last one i did was divination which is pretty old at this point but i've heard good things about archaeology and it seems like invention was a pretty positive thing for the economy of the game there's but been a I lot of really people wanting about it there's been a lot of people wanting some sort of invention for old school just to get rid of like it's like an item sink right yeah like pretty much every item can be converted into something that's useful it seems like that's basically all i know mm. Yeah, but invention also gives like a lot of little little R street perks. So yeah, <laughs> sure. If you want that in old school, yeah, not. not really. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Dead Wilson's not here. But Bailey just said Dead Wilson starting gym after his cast or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll DM him. I'm gonna make him a workout routine. <laughs> I'm not there... sure if he like works out though. I I, I don't really know uh, Dead Wilson like super well. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually not sure if he is like doing some sort of like uh, exercise. Most RS players, if they, as soon as they find that addiction into working out or fitness, like they get hooked. I think mm-hmm. it's just but, progress. But like for me, it's not necessarily the progress. What is from that? like working out? It's just like the the flow state you get in when in the gym. Just it it. Mm. That that is it for me. Like I like Caleb is um is a power lifter. I like Caleb is way stronger than I am, but I enjoy just like the feeling of like working the the muscle and just like fucking getting a good pump in the gym. That's mainly what I enjoy the gym for. So it's I think that's different as well for players and like uh, gym goers. Like I I enjoy different things. Uh, like I of course I enjoy getting like the number go up but i mainly like skilling because of like the the flow state or like actually doing the skill the numbers is just like a nice byproduct i guess interesting yeah i think i'm a, i think i'm a mixture of both of them but you're I mean, right number go, number go up is also nice in the gym of course but yeah, yeah. that's not my main priority in a gym hmm. yeah I, I wouldn't be able to fully enjoy it without both aspects for sure yeah, we're, I mean, working out itself, like initially when you're getting into it, it sucks because it's different and you don't know how to do it properly and you're just weak. Yeah, and it's scary in the gym. Lots of like strong people looking at you doing stuff wrong. I can yeah. definitely. And, and yeah, even if you're not very intimidating, even if you're just doing things at home, like you're, you're just clueless and you're not seeing immediate progress at all. Like, yeah. You got to wait months until you start seeing some mm-hmm. gains. But as soon as you start seeing that and you start feeling Ooh. the strength, it's so yeah. yeah. Also, also, like just feeling like your body being stronger just during the day is also a very good feeling of like working out, just not being like fucking a twig like I used <laughs> yeah. to be. Totally, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. I found like really intense satisfaction out of uh, being able to alter my body so significantly like that. Mm-hmm. because it's something that i felt like prior to that i felt like i didn't really have control over i just thought i would always be skinny basically 
but then like Easy. after I gained the right information and really put my mind to it, I realized like I have complete control over this and that was very empowering and just like deeply satisfying. Yeah, as soon as that clicks. I mean, my brother got really obese uh, several years back. He got up to like 325 pounds. He's a couple inches taller than me. But um, um. yeah, he got really, really big because he just, he he didn't understand what fitness was really. He never really learned it. And he was young where he could eat a bunch of shit and just stay skinny. And then he got older and stopped working out and like just stopped exercising. And he just ballooned up like massively. But as soon as he understood, like I have full control over my body, the dude lost like 120 pounds within like a year and a half. And he's like pretty fit now. Like he's still, he's still got weight on him, but it's like not unhealthy. Hmm. It's just, he learned that he has full control over it. That is the best thing is like full autonomy over like what you want to look like and how you want to feel. That's like the most empowering thing. Like you said, Mm Mm-hmm. That's um, a big journey. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because like, he, I mean, he is a straight up, what is it? Like endomorph is the one that's just like can put on extreme amounts of weight easily. I don't know what those like three body types are an ectomorph. Right? Yeah. I don't know much about that. I'm not sure if it's like real or if it's pseudoscience. But yeah. It's probably yeah. some bro science mixed in, but he, he can put on weight extremely easily. Like he has a massive frame. So mm-hmm. That's just something like there's no way I could even like balloon up to that big. Like I think our bodies are just like really different, but yeah, he can, he can put on weight really easily, but he can also cut it really easily if he wants. Just stop eating. I mean, if you're like actually obese, if you just literally just stop eating as much, the weight just plummets. I mean, look at sick nerd. Dude's lost 70 pounds in like under a year. That's impressive. And, and the uh, thing is, like, I'm so happy for him. Like, he seems so happy. He he finally realizes, like, he like he doesn't have to be at the weight. He like he can he has full control over yeah. this, and it's just eating less and moving your body a little bit every day. So I'm really, dude. I feel like in the next couple of years, sick nerd's gonna look fucking good. Like, he's, is he working out also? I don't think, I think it's mainly like right now, it's just focused on weight loss. I don't think he's lifting or anything. Maybe he's doing a little bit, but. I imagine Signal being fucking chiseled in like four <laughs> years. <laughs> it could happen. It can happen for yeah. anyone. You probably have to get some surgery. Like I, my brother's got insane stretch marks now. But, oh yeah, true. Yeah. But with a shirt on, tough. he looks absolutely great. But he's got those like lo- that little yeah. loose skin everywhere. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sick nerd, I'm almost certain if he gets down to like a really low weight, like, you know, 190, 200 or something pounds, it, it inevitably follows that you start getting into like weightlifting at that point because now putting on good weight looks good. It's not like mm-hmm. you're just looking like more bulky and fat. Yeah. So I'm happy we'll for see. him. Okay. If. Did I just read this one? I can't even remember. If there were no high scores, would you have still went for 200 mils, 200 mil all? Mm, yes, but not at the same pace, I think. The high scores really like made the, the competition, like the intensity of the skilling more enjoyable. But I would still be like skilling, I think, for 200 mils. Yeah, I mean, if there were no high scores, 
there's no way I would have went as hard with mining because it was like purely because I was competing with AJ that I put in as many hours then as I did. But I mean, I I think it would be more significant if there was no XP cap than if there were no high scores because yeah. the 200 mil XP cap gives people a fairly digestible though significant goal to go for. But if there was no limit, I honestly think very like a lot fewer people would have as high XP as they do because yeah, there's just no end in sight. I, I wouldn't go for like all the skills at least. I would probably do maybe a couple skills until I got bored from it from them. But yeah, the 200 mil cap is actually also like the perfect amount. Like if it was 400 mil, it was it's just too many, and 100 is just too too little. Yeah, it works out pretty well for the rates in the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Just thinking, uh, imagining no cap to XP. There would be some motherfucker with like seven bill cooking XP. Oh, probably, yeah. And, and yeah, there'd just, be like yeah. some skills that just have like really insane accounts, but then the average I think would be lower. Like that, that's how For it sure. is with boss high scores and clues and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like imagine they came out with a like a 100k boss cap. That people would be grinding bosses hardcore because they'd want to get that yeah. like high rank yeah it's same thing with clue scrolls i mean but maybe there is a cap no one has hit it yet shit <laughs> it's two bill what, what? <laughs> nah, i think there's like um uh what's the highest case you know uh, the highest i've seen is two hundred thousand mole 200k mole god damn that's so fuck? boring <laughs> yeah sherikon that's his name what the fuck that dude, oh, that's, that's pretty insane. Yeah, no, it's the the most ridiculous thing about it is getting to a hundred thousand and then saying, "Let's do it again." Like, what <laughs> the fuck, man? Yeah, that's because a hundred thousand is already so clean, you know, and it, that, that already took how many shit how many hours is that? Like, kills per hour is like seventy. I assume he has like max gear. I would hope. Yeah, I want to think it's like eighty kills an hour at mole, but maybe it, I mean, even if we're conservative, say like seventy, like that's still three thousand hours, right? about yeah yeah oh, that's not that much i mean it's a lot it's 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 not fair to yeah it's like all and stuff yeah like 200 like 200 mil uh that's a getting used to be yeah like 3k hours no mole mole is definitely one to go on i mean i've killed yeah. i've killed twenty seven thousand seracnus that's about for me that's like 500 hours i'm just killing one boss. i mean <laughs> that's like a good month of a skiller for like EXP. exactly it's nuts <laughs> when you just compare it yeah yeah what the fuck yeah no I also, mean, that's, that's like a really good month though 500 month is like pretty rare though but yeah and yeah. you also got to keep in mind like i mean i'm not getting ehp with that i think i i think that's 500 like spider ehp i don't think that's actually like my oh okay okay the amount of hours and all the clue scrolls i do from it is just so much extra mm -hmm. time doing it yeah and running there back and forth um but yeah. Yeah, like if if there was a skiller, well, I like think of Jacobs. Like Jacobs is that account that did one hundred and twenty three thousand serb, and that, mm -hmm. and that has to be done on task. Yeah, that shit's. Yeah, he did. He did two of no slayer with all serb tasks. Jesus Christ, that would be pretty great. I I'm trying to think because I think Hey Jace is one of the most balanced players. Like I thought he was really just a skiller. 
but he's proven over the past several years like he's everything like he loves collection logging he loves pvm he loves skilling and i mm-hmm. think over the next couple of years he's probably going to end up being rank one collection log we'll see but probably i'm not really following the collection log scene that closely but i'll uh, i'll believe you i mean he's done like over 30,000 hard clues Oh yeah, he's like rank one clue, so eventually he'll get the other slots that other people already have, is what you mean. I, I just think like he, first of all, he's got it made where he's a content creator, so he can play all day anyway yeah. and get paid for it, which is a really nice thing if you're super dedicated. Mm-hmm. He's already done 200 mil all, so he's already proven himself that he can grind hella hard, and he's like just slowly chipping away at every piece of content. Like he's completed so much and the thing is he loves clues most collection loggers that are high up there despise clues like they don't want to do them and mm-hmm. that's going to be the ultimate detriment for them is like yeah. not wanting to do it but hey that that is hey jace's favorite piece of content is clue scrolls so <laughs> <Fucking insane. laughs> he's going to be rank one eventually if yeah. he just keeps going at his pace and he plays every single day like hardcore and he loves it mm-hmm. so oh I think Jace never, well, he did some good weeks when he was skilling, but he never really played like an insane amount. He was just super consistent, like from the start. Mm-hmm. Like he always just played like a 70 or something. Yep. He, he yeah, never like went like king, 100. Better at the game. <laughs> yeah. Doing actually efficient methods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least semi. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's very consistent. That's all it takes, though. Mm-hmm. And he's got such a good. Like, I think he's got a great life balance. Who knows? Like, I don't know him personally, but... Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Isn't like, he kind of already rank one, like, collection log EHP, if that were a thing? Not quite. Um, Marnie oh, really? is. Ma- Marnie's gotten... Oh. Marnie's rank one because he, f- he just spoons every fucking good piece of third age. Ah, okay, yeah. That's, like, that's how it's going to be, though. That's, that's the game you play when you're a clogger. Yeah, Jace could go very unlucky and just never get rank one. Yeah, you could legit just waste like 10,000 hours easily <laughs> compared to someone who's lucky with something like that. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's disgusting. Thing is, I don't, I personally don't think anybody will complete the collection log. I just think somebody will maintain a solid rank one for a long ass time. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's and not and like it'll a... probably be Jace, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I yeah, got it's not like a realistic goal unless they add some real like. Clue Fortnite updates. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rick Rick Doe asks, what are some of your favorite OSRS memes oh. you've seen on Twitter? Oh, I, I was really happy that this uh that, that Rick Doe asked this. I um I loved like the, the HLC Twitter scene. <laughs> the memes and such. Um oh god damn it now I need to like actually if you if you find them in pull them up for people on youtube maybe if you link it i can show it um i'm not sure if i if i have like the tweets like at hand but i I was talking to killzone who's also like a big like twitter personality in the hlc for his like favorite uh uh twitter memes but I'm, i'm like scrolling back to what he said again i uh i need to like not butcher this if you have some uh, already in mind, Caleb, you can uh, go first. <laughs> I've no, I haven't been as big in the the Twitter meme community. Uh, okay. The the first ones that come to mind are the one where it's like the Chad with the um, 
prospector helmet on, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I like picking granite or whatever. I remember there was one like really long time ago. I don't even really remember exactly what it said, but it was, I think it was made by Trash Skills. It was like a really ancient player who got memed on a bit. Did like maybe 40 mil mining XP pretty early on and then burnt out. And it was like something about like Hexus. It was like a meme that got made fun of sort of. It was about like Hexus uh, not bullying solace or something like that i don't know i just thought that shit was funny way back then okay i i found someone so, some like it's not really a meme but it's just like a very funny moment at least for for myself that i uh, i actually cast myself i'll uh i'll link two pictures that you can uh put <laughs> and i'll give some context uh as well like uh oh, where's the oh no Where's the other one? I found it. Um, I used to be a Hexus general, mm -hmm. and I had access to the Twitter because I was a. I could also do that, but I yeah, also I didn't used even know that. <laughs> I also wait, really? Yeah, I, I used I to think... be like I. I was like for a couple of months. I was like Hexus general. You were not playing. Yeah, I must have been when I was like deeply yeah. not playing. <clears throat> yeah, but. Um, I had access to the Twitter, but then I stepped down because I don't know. Hexus was kind of cringe, and some things happened, and Randy cheated in his own competition in fantasy, which was also <laughs> a very funny Twitter moment. But <laughs> <laughs> I still had access to the Twitter even after I was um like stepped down because uh, like via uh, TweetDeck I could still like use the Twitter. So <laughs> I just started retweeting just random like cursed images or like uh, posts or memes with the Hexus Twitter. <laughs> and that shit was just like too funny. And R Randy was just having a mental breakdown because he could not find out like why his Twitter was just tweeting random like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is the, what is the plate of ice cubes mean? What is like, what is the significance? I mean, that, that's just like a random tweet Dan S ever like or uh, made, just like him eating ice cubes with like a with like a <laughs> and I just retweeted that shit on the on the Hexus Twitter and Randy just freaked out and Gilzo was like also talking to Randy but he was in on the whole thing <laughs> and he was like <laughs> Dan S eating ice cubes and Randy was like find out who did it and, <laughs> and I, I tweeted more bullshit but Oh, and eventually I told him because Randy was just like panicking too hard. He was like running PC checks or virus scans and like changing the password. But I could <laughs> still like enter shit. like from the tweet deck. <laughs> oh man. But probably not many people have actually seen this happen because Randy deleted the tweets like right away. But oh shit. Definitely one of my favorite moments like in the whole like time I've been in this community. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny that you were both in hexes. I didn't I didn't realize you were uh Max. Yeah, um, I didn't. Either. I mean I I was like uh, when I was one bill XP I think like way back I I got asked by Trickle I think to join because like Randy has like this way of recruiting people. He just DMs random people that are on like a decent week and he's like, "Yo, do you want to join hexes?" That's like his thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Hexes was like kind of all right still omnia was already like 
higher up, but I, I don't know, I didn't really care. And I got asked to join Hexus, so I joined. And eventually, like, everybody left Hexus, and I was still in there just minding my own business. And then Randy asked if I wanted to become a leader. And I was like, sure, let's try it out. And I, it was okay. I did a couple podcasts, and eventually I just didn't like how the clan was just kind of full of well not the brightest people and i just uh kind of just stepped down overnight without randy kind of knowing <laughs> mm. i just left the clan and um and then i joined omnia like a year later or something mm. but uh yeah it was pretty fun that i still had uh, access to the twitter account <laughs> i was actually recruited to hexus back in it was like 2019 or something. I was like, how am I getting recruited? Like, I'm just a fucking <clears throat> Iron Man that's like PVMing and stuff. Yeah, but like if you're clanless on Temple or GML, whatever it yeah. was, then and you're on like higher than a 20 or 30 EHP a week, Randy's going to be like, oh, he's free, he's free. And then sends like uh, <laughs> the little minions like to you to DM you. And then uh, no, no, no flame to Randy. I, I love Randy. Yeah, but yeah. his way of recruiting is not the best, yeah. I think. That's He's crazy. always looking for like a long-term investment. Like he'll yeah. he'll invite any I mean, player that shows any promise in hopes. That I mean, like Hexus is the line, on top. They'll be high ranked. Yeah, mm -hmm. Hexus is currently like on top of the skilling clans because everybody in Omnia yeah. and Solus has finished. So Randy's oh, like, strategy has worked out. Yeah, Randy's like, a very like long-term mindset type of person for yeah. sure. Uh, he brought back the Hexus podcast because of sailing. Um, mm hmm. We'll see. I I mean, I love Randy to death. I think he's funny as hell, too. I've had yeah. him on the cast several times. Yeah, the, that podcast was really good with uh, you and Randy. Yeah, no, they're they're always fun. Like, he's just... He's just funny. Like, there's something, like, just... It, he just provides so much goddamn energy. Like, his voice or something. There's something about him. It's just energy-filled. But uh, I do miss the days where... You know, like nobody had completed 200 mil all yet. We had competing clans. Hexus was on top. Mm -hmm. You know, the Hexus. I mean, listening back to, and I, I talk about this quite a bit in the skilling casts, but like listening back to those old Hexus podcasts are fucking awesome. Yeah, they They're are so great. So good. Fucking trans music on them always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good, man. Like there, it's just like it throws you, it throws me back because I started listening to them in late 2015 and they'd already mm -hmm. been going for a while yeah and um and like i wasn't like hella consistent on listening to them at all but whenever i did listen to them i just was like holy shit like this is an entirely different set of players that take this game hella seriously and this is back when i was like to, like a total noob you know and just there's just something fun about listening to people that are really passionate about what they do even if it's just you know super nerdy gaming um it's just fun, just fun to listen to, yeah. and and hearing like the different mentalities from back then, and what their thoughts on were like, what what their thoughts were on uh, updates coming out, and just their view on integrity was just so different than it is now. Yeah, but they were also just like really funny, like they were, they were. jokes as well. And Sick like, Nerd was on them for like a long yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah, at yeah. the beginning, and yeah. he is funny as hell. Yep. Yeah. I remember one thing that they had a question like, do you uh, fold or like scrunch when you wipe? <laughs> 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 and everybody said like, 
uh, fault, I think. But one, I'm not sure who it was, but one person said like scrunch or whatever. And Signard fucking freaked out like, what? How could you do that? That's like so inconsistent, he said. I remember his words. Like, that's so inconsistent. Like, you could get little spot that you miss and then you have shit on your finger or something. That shit was fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> they literally had no filter. It's yeah. fucking funny. By the way, that kind of shit yeah. was talked about, like in the CC. I think there was also a big uh, one that was similar about sitting or standing when you wipe, <laughs> which <laughs> was like shocking to find out that it was like more fifty-fifty than I thought. Oh it would be. my god! I don't mean, stand, man, don't do not do yeah, that. I was gonna say, what's the correct answer then, Caleb? I, I sit, but a lot of yeah. people stood. No, that is like for children. The same thing with scrunching toilet paper. That's that's what you do as a child. Like you don't know any better. You're just like you know clueless. Jesus Uh, Christ, people are people are standing up and scrunching their toilet paper. Like, oh yeah, we're good. That's fucking a. (laughs) So gross. Okay, I mean, I don't know. Runescape players. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> Bayless Mango asks, if you had to get rid of one skill, which would you get rid of? This is mm. a good question. For me, it would be between fire making and attack. Attack? Okay, that's an interesting one. It is interesting. Yeah, I, I think attack and strength should be one skill, the way it works with range and magic. Hmm. Yeah, could definitely see that, but... And fire making is just a trash skill. Yeah, fire making is pretty bad. And it, it I, could really I don't just mind, not exist. I don't mind trading it though. Like trading it is pretty fun if you like multi skill it with something. Yeah, it is pretty fun to multi skill. Yeah. If you can't multi skill, such as on free to play Iron Man, then it's horrendously boring. <laughs> it's, it's pretty boring, yeah. I would go for either fletching or thieving, I think. That those at least from like a actually trading the skill like point of view that those two fucking suck yeah fletching is pretty bad but you know thieving it has some great methods but most of i I don't really enjoy plunder i I don't know probably one of the only players that is like hlc that doesn't enjoy plunder and pickpocketing we already talked about it's just fucking awful yeah i think plunder is like all right i think it's better than some of the skilling mini games they've added yeah for sure but i personally do not like yeah. players, so I, I don't think it's amazing. Script even, yeah. So I don't think but, this is actually going to be my answer, but I think the thought of it is actually quite interesting. Is getting rid of construction, like mm. that would completely change how we play the game. Yeah, not necessarily from a point of like trading the skill, but like the whole wider game impact for that skill. Yeah, is a good one. Yeah. Uh, construction is just like a, a million little perks. It really is. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's completely changed the game how we do everything. So, like, imagine you didn't have a home base where you just like go to your fucking home every single time you need to restore stuff. I, I know you don't do it in free to play, but like, it's just yeah, it's just Ferox Enclave in free to play. Yeah, here it's just I mean, this is the hub, and it's a private instance you go to for your hub strange mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that's my actual answer is probably something like thieving or fire making but um i think fletching because also could have been put into crafting somebody had mentioned that a couple casts I mean, crafting I crafting is already kind of full though 
Yeah, what I would do if I started over with the game is crafting could be like at least four different skills. Yeah. <laughs> so many different separate things. Yeah, like looking like the jewelry and the armor could be like different skills already. Yeah, like leather working, jewelry making, um, glass blowing, pottery. Those are all like very distinct trades. That's true. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Interesting. It would it would be so crazy to sit down with some total brainiacs and super dedicated players and like completely rebalance what RuneScape is like from the ground up. Just see what it becomes. It'd be crazy. That would definitely be a, a project for sure. Need um, gentle tractor and screed munch as well. Two great minds. Yeah, game. yeah, for real. And you need like GE challenge and some like oh, yeah. crazy brain people that know how to like really balance the combat stuff as well. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Sani asks, are you guys excited for Forestry Part 15,000 to be released later this year? On a more serious note, why do you guys think something that was pitched as a social tweak to woodcutting has taken over six months and multiple reworks to implement? Yeah, fucking God knows why it took so long, but <clears throat> I am definitely excited for it because I will finally get my log basket update so I can train construction <laughs> on my ultimate Iron Man. But outside of that, um, I think like... There's a bigger issue, at least for me personally, with Jagex being fucking slow as shit with bringing out updates. Like recently, they have a, they have like 50 different moderators these days instead of like the team that back in the day was putting out more content than currently is like coming out, and they had like five mods. So I don't really see where it is going wrong because we have like an an an, an poll like whatever 80 we had last time like we still don't have everything in game from that i think like so, sometimes you get just like a random addition of that poll like oh yeah this tiny change made it in like this update like 17 weeks later but we still like don't know when this other change is gonna happen like why can't we just have a poll everything passes as usual and then we just have it in game the next month like is that too difficult or am I missing something here? Or what are, what are your thoughts on that? I just don't know what's happening internally. I know they're working on so many other projects as well. Like I don't know what the team size is of like leagues. I, I know that's a massive fucking project. I don't know yeah. who's yeah. Currently, of course, leagues is like being in full development. Yeah. And but like just generally, why can't we have just like a small like team of a couple people just working on like getting those updates like out like to three weeks later after the poll has passed like why does it need to be fucking six months before we get like finally more news about chamber updates like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> it's yeah i don't know what about you caleb like, you have any uh, have any thoughts yeah i mean forestry in particular has just been a mess all the way through like the feedback has been pretty critical like throughout the whole time so they keep making changes. It seems like they're having a lot of internal discussions. From like what I'm hearing with uh, Max's conversations with Mod Squid, it mm -hmm. kind of seems like Squid is a little bit attached to his ideas, and uh, I feel like there's probably some internal conflict there of like some of the mods saying like 
you know, there's not very good feedback on these ideas and squid pushing back. That's obviously speculation, yeah. but it, well, yeah, that's what I got from from him at least from like my questions to him. Like that's it, what I kind of got for response. So it makes sense too because when nobody was in favor of certain things, it's like they they can't just do a full scrap. It's like we're gonna try to just just take little pieces away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the end result is just like still not very good because they're just cutting out so much stuff. I, don't know. I, I mean, I do you think they should have just scrapped the whole idea? Yeah, I the mean, this, it's it's fair. It. It's safe to say that this is the worst update of all time in terms of in implementation. Yeah. Like the execution of this update is horrible. Yeah, it's not great. It is not great, and yeah, I don't know. We could go on another tangent on forestry, but I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll pass as well. Um. Zaus asks, question for Elegy. Any plans on coming back to compete for ranks on your main when Sailing is released? Uh, I think it's unlikely. I wouldn't be able to put in the kind of hours that I would need to to compete for a good rank. Because I'm not going to like quit my job and you know not spend any time with my girlfriend or all that kind of stuff. Uh... I may or may not even train the skill. It really just depends whether it seems fun and like whether it requires a lot of GP or alts. If I can just like train it solo <clears throat> and it's actually fun, maybe I'll maybe I'll do it. But I wouldn't say it's like high on my list. Okay, question for all. At what moment in your RS career did you realize that 200 mils were something you knew you were going to achieve? And after 200 mils sailing, what's next? Uh, well, he said 200 mils, like in when it was possible to achieve 200 mils or 200 mil all. What did he say? Uh, he just said, just going for 200 mils, I guess. When did you realize uh... that 200 mils were something? Ooh. I mean, I was first going for base XP, kind of because of you, Caleb. You were doing 20 mil base, so I was like, I'm going to do also oh, 20 yeah. mil base. <laughs> but then I... It, that's actually really funny, because Scott, uh, that Wilson, was the first person to 50 mil base, so I started going for that. And I was the third person to achieve uh, 50 mil base. But Scott oh, is here. Yeah. It's kind of funny that like the two people who inspired me to do the base XP goals are <laughs> were supposed to be on this podcast. <laughs> but um yeah i guess i mean i never really was thinking of 200 mils back then because yeah basic speed was my goal um but after i finished 50 mil base i was like yeah 50 mil base is more hours than doing like 200 mil whatever so i kind of already knew that i could put in the hours to do 200 mil so i went for slayer as my first one after 50 mil base I mean, I mean, 200 bills aren't like that hard if you just have the time. So, I I always saw them as possible. What about you, Caleb? What about the 200 mil mining uh, grind? Yeah, I mean, back then I never had any intention of going for a 200 mil skill, just because it seemed like an insane goal. Like I didn't think I could ever achieve that. Very few people had gotten any 200 mils in old school, aside from like the really easy ones at that point in time. Um, so it really just happened organically. Like I was going for 20 mil basic speed and I got to mining 
got it to 20 oh, mil yeah, 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 yeah. and i was like you know i'm kind of enjoying this may might just keep going for a bit got to you 30 were doing mil the, the tinderbox method as well right yeah 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 it started with just 2s2g and then learned about the tinderbox method so i started doing that then i learned about the the kebit clause which is a three tick item so i started doing that at 2s2g and then i was like shit I'll probably do this with granite it's just gonna be really hard but it'll be faster xp tried it thought it was too hard went back to 2s2g and then saw that aj was doing it and then i was like i gotta learn it for real i guess to stay competitive and then yeah just seeing aj ahead of me on the high scores and the fact that i just thought it was a cool goal to go for it was like very very few people had done it and were doing it just kind of happened and i kept going and once i got to a certain point i was like there's no way i'm not going to finish this and that was what kind of funneled me into the 200 mil skills or like longer skilling grind mindset would you guys like to see another king of the skill kind of thing but instead of it being like a 24 hour event well maybe you want to see that but what would you guys think of like a month skill competition that's like fresh servers and you just see how much like xp you can gain Ooh. so it'd be like it would almost be like a leagues but it but not with like the crazy rates exactly it would just be like normal yeah could be interesting for sure. I would definitely give it a shot and make some videos about it. But the thing is with like a 24-hour one, that's like way more accessible for it's like true. everybody. It, that, so that's probably the better format to go with. That's true. The, the, I guess my concern with the 24-hour, I think that is probably the way to go, to be honest, because like you said, accessibility. And it's not just like, you know, quit your job for a month and just sweat as hard as you possibly yeah. can. But there are so many skills that are just like log out abuse, which you're probably used to at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I would rather not do it too much. Shit's fucking annoying, man, sometimes. Yeah, you definitely... Uh, I think the one of the coolest parts about King of the Skill when it was originally there was the total level that people went for. That was mm -hmm. impressive. Yeah. Yeah, then you have to like actually plan out your route. Oh, like, yeah. Super well. The you other ones were just like do like close to tick perfect skilling for 24 hours exactly <laughs> which is also impressive sure but yeah. the the ones like wooks was doing i think with the total level that one was like really like so cool going in yeah, yeah i would love to i wish they would just do like a yearly thing like that just for fun like just yeah but you're, you're forgetting one thing what skilling bad <laughs> yeah kill monster good change <laughs> skill xp bad yeah, yeah totally yeah. I think King of the Skill is cool though. I'd like to see it happen like once a year. It's like a pretty low yeah. effort thing on their on their part and it just yep. like brings some attention to skilling. Mm -hmm. Totally. But actually like leaks is cool, but it's actually kind of depressing that leaks is the only time people like skill because the rates are just fucking insane and everything is Fortnite. That's the only time people enjoy <laughs> like doing stuff like that then they go just back to yeah. depression having to do like actually actually it's really depressing to think about that yeah, but that's I... the only time people actually do all the content in the game because it's fucking busted yeah no it, it there's on top of skilling like what the pe the crazy fortnite suggestions that always come after uh leagues happen yeah. or during it it's the same thing yeah. with like clue scrolls like people want you know just like oh we 
got to break clue scrolls now because it's really fun to just get unlimited every you know every five mm-hmm. monsters i kill i get another stackable clue like jesus christ like yeah. i know you're having a good time or whatever but like this would not be good for the game mm-hmm. but people generally just want that in the game i know in the live game it's so scary and one of the worst arguments that i continually hear is like it doesn't affect you like shut the fuck up like it does affect me big time Mm -hmm. Uh, okay let's see greg asks do you prefer methods that are a constant steady flow of inputs such as three tick 4g or 1.5 tick takes or or methods with bursts of intensity such as sepulcher and solo runecraft where there's moments where there's a few ticks you can look away from your screen well i would say i prefer uh like more continuous going like 4g or like three tick fishing or whatever but i think the other methods can be nice at times like if i were to play this game a lot of hours a day and wasn't really committed to any specific goal i'd probably do like mostly three tick skilling or whatever but then like a few hours a day do something like solo lavas or agi or whatever where i can click to the side yeah I think both of them are really nice and have their like own place in like the whole skilling like ecosystem because like skilling isn't at least for me skilling isn't doing a single skill it's like the whole like package of all the skills that you have to like level up to work towards like a goal like 200 mil that's what it makes it so fun for me that you have to like make money during like the agilities and that you spend the money for like uh, the buyables and that you do the like the gatherer methods with maybe some slow like money making alt on the side like all those that whole us aspect of like skilling is like what makes it so so good for me so i couldn't really choose between like those two what that he just mentioned but my favorite skill is or my favorite method is 1.5 woodcutting so if i had to choose i would choose also for like the continuous uh skills really you like 1.5 tick woodcutting yeah, over 5... yeah that's over my like method. over like sepulcher uh sepulcher is not even in my top five because i, wow. I actually, this, this this might be a hot take here i'd love to hear it yeah i don't think sepulcher, oh, sepulcher is great but um i don't think um getting like punished for mistakes in skilling is a good thing i personally do not like that Mm. because when I skill, I want to be like in the flow. And if I make a mistake because I make like a stock or something during mining or woodcutting, then it's not that big of a deal because I can just quickly like grab a, um, like another stock or whatever I have in my inventory or go to the bank. But when I get hit in Sepulcher and I'm like really like going like, hard in sepulcher i get really frustrated when i do make a mistake and that definitely takes away from the enjoyment for me for sepulcher like learning it was epic like it was one of the best moments um like i've had playing this game just learning sepulcher and figuring out everything because i was one of the first like players to like fully like learn it and map it out because there were no guides back then because i did Mm -hmm. it on release for a lot of xp but like once i got really good at it I started to enjoy it less by every mistake I made, if that makes sense. So what are, let me just ask, is it 
uh, is it a fundamental problem with sepulcher as in like for me personally i don't like that you could be underneath a yellow and then instantly yeah, get sent I'm, back without I mean, your that is that, that is annoying but just like even if it's my fault i make a mistake i still like it takes away from the enjoyment that you get all really? sent all the way back and your rates like drop a little bit i guess but um, that's so but yeah. i mean but you can i mean like it's just, even, it's the same you're saying even if it's completely your fault like you're just that, yeah, that it, that's it, a bad it, thing cuz like wouldn't that no, be the it, same it, thing with 3 tick 4G like you just make a mistake and you lose XP yeah but you don't really lose that much of the flow necessarily maybe i should reword it a little bit that mm. i like with 3 tick 4G you can easily like if you go out of cycle you can easily get back and you should just like keep going but with agility you get like hit and you're like oh man god damn it i've made a mistake and then i don't know that just like adds up like if you make multiple mistakes over an hour or something and mm. then, i don't know it just it it takes away from the flow from the of the method for me see i that think is what i enjoy most about scaling like the flow aspect that is i i agree with you on some of those points like uh i know some people i mean it's, it's i'm not saying like it is bad game design absolutely not but i personally don't have sepulcher in my top five i because see of i see i see so you would prefer just a method that's very, very low stakes, and it's you yeah. get to continue that. I, I see. Okay, that's fair. Um, uh, personally, I would like to see. Well, first of all, there's just I'm not going to go into it, but there's certain things about Sepulchre that I wish were changed. Just little minor annoyances that could be instances, maybe. That would be nice. <laughs> I would even like party mode. I want. I've been asking for a goddamn friends mode forever. It would be not the efficient way to do it. What? Yeah, in Sepulcher. Like, okay. only... It, this is mainly for, like, selfishness. It's, like, for, like, streaming content. It's for just, like... It, not even just streaming content, but, like, also just enjoyment for the minigame itself is mm -hmm. if you could run an instance party mode similar to next instance where you're just all in the same friends chat, you enter it, and you have, like, I don't know, like, a, maybe a five or ten second window to enter, and then it gives you... Oh. It gives you all the exact same path, and then you race each other to the end. Okay. Yeah, that would be fun. But the thing is, like, if one person gets one tick ahead, and then, like, he enters exactly. the next floor, and then it pre-starts, and then the other person can't make the skip, then you yeah. automatically that, that, just one. Yeah, that's what it is. It but, would, it, but but what maybe, you would... Maybe yeah, enable go. PvP. Enable PvP as well, so you can just, like, uh, <laughs> ice barrage. each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just freeze each other, just in the, in the flames. <laughs> now, I, I think what would be... The, the the best part about party mode would be, well, first of all, one of my gripes with Sepulchre is how piss easy it is at the beginning. And it only gets really fun at like floor four and floor five. Well, floor four, four, floor four isn't fun, but yeah. Floor four is kind of a pain in the ass, you're right. Yeah. But, but floor five, like it, I wish they could come out and they probably will in the future. I wish they could come out with more things like Sepulchre for Agility, just other courses, even... Mm -hmm even potentially courses that are gp focused rather than xp focused so mm -hmm. you can come out with something extremely difficult that no skiller that's efficiency based is going to have a problem with because it's not about xp you'd get you know marginal xp like maybe 50k xp an hour tops but the gp would be like you know five mil an hour or something crazy but it's extremely intense the whole way through but it's fair so yeah. when you learn it, it, it now becomes a money maker, and I think that kind of system would be so fun with party mode of just like yeah. competing. I Maybe think thieving could also be made into that, like a pyramid plunder too, but with like a 
sepulcher mix, but you also loot like urns uh, so more quickly dude. without the fucking cringe challenges that you have to do in sepulcher to I've, get to the chest. I've been wanting that so bad. Something like yeah. a, a just a new sepulcher in, uh, that's thieving based. In Manaphos, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. It would make sense for thieving to be like a highly profitable skill, given what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, thieving is in the most profitable skills per hour. When you look at the wiki, at least, I mean, thieving yeah, elves and thieving vires are. Yeah, was, that's not the best things to do, though. Oh, it's fucking, fucking horrible. Hell. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the it's yeah. the worst content. Of course, is the best GP per yeah. hour, and it's just horrendous. All right, um, noob or roomcrafter says excited for this question for all thoughts on iron man game mode versus mains now i hear back and forth that iron man mode isn't what it was slash mains are just as good because of collection log has the hype worn off do drop rates make the mode unsustainable lots of de-ironing late game i'm gonna link this as well so you guys can see it mm, i think the de-ironing is mainly happening because of the supply upkeep now or I don't know. I don't really know that many endgame irons. But they're also like saying this as the main was like inferior to the Iron Man. Yeah, they before. are saying that. Like, yeah, but well, that's, I don't really agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally subjective. Yeah. But the, the, the main perks of Iron Man that people thought were what made Iron Man better has now been completely leveled so like oh yeah, yeah. like collecting things was so cool for an iron man but now you have collection logs mm -hmm. so it's like okay who the fuck cares about being an iron man now i mean if you enjoy getting your own resources then you should still play an iron man but i don't know i find this a really strange question maybe you have some uh, other insights scale up yeah i don't know i mean uh... I think I kind of understand what they're talking about, but to me, the issue I see with Iron Man for quite a long time is that the sort of fundamental idea of gather and process your own resources hasn't really been the focal point of the game mode as much because so much of the resource collection is just through combat drop tables rather than skilling. That's one of the big things that turns me off of Iron Man pay to play also. And one of the reasons I really like it in free to play. Um, I don't know if that really answers the question. No, that's, but... that's a good point. I don't think there is really a an actual answer you can answer to this, but I agree with you. Like, I think that is what makes Iron Man so cool is just like the self-sustainability and having to use different skills to gather resources and stuff it is a shame that we've gotten to the point where you just kill a goddamn boss and get you know a thousand re noted resources of something that would literally take you multiple hours to do and you just get it in one kill uh, do you yeah, think we'll ever ever see in a nerf to the drop tables do you think it will ever happen <laughs> i don't think so probably not I, I just don't see it i just wish that skilling like if you're gonna do it, like for example, if you're gonna chop you trees, that is the best way. That is that is gonna be the most. That is gonna be the fastest way to get use in an hour. Like, but it's just not the case. Like you would, you could kill mole and get more use but, per hour. 
Like the thing is, Mole always dropped that, and you could always kill Mole. So I wouldn't say that's the best example for this. Well, the example like the, is, is the just herbs and uh, and uh, and uh, gold or whatever fucking Muspas shits out and 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 raids and that's like the main culprit i feel like like the the ulox is like no it's not a big deal it's just bringing up the yeah. example that like yeah, yeah if you're if you're going to the source that should always yeah, okay. be the most yeah, you should get and gold or like that that's exactly why like those gold horseshoes should become a thing because then you're actually mining for a purpose and you're getting mm -hmm. great resources per hour and uh yeah but i still think yeah. nerf would help like promoting those skilling methods even more totally i'm i'm fully because on board it, with that because if you don't nerf the tables then the skilling things need to be fucking absurd to be even worth <laughs> yeah. it. no you're totally yeah, that's, right that's what we saw with the runecraft update like, the reason they yeah. had to make the outfit and pouch so op is because it had to compete with other ways of getting runes yeah. which and is monster drops and shops and yeah. then runes crash to like elk value pretty much yeah I think the funniest thing now there is obviously I could argue with you know maybe the balance of runes obtained from uh, the Guardians of the Rift minigame, but the fact that people like unironically are mad about an RC minigame giving a lot of runes per hour <laughs> is so fucking yeah. flawed. It's just so silly. Like yeah. this is the one place runes should be given. Nerf it from everywhere else, basically. Like why is why if you do a literally you can do one toa one run of tombs of a masket get a cache of runes get like 1500 death runes so now you've you basically just obtained like 4000 death runes in one run like what the fuck is going on like this should be rune crafting mm -hmm. like yeah it's it's stupid yeah i think they made a huge mistake with the precedent of like giving a lot of loot roll or like a lot of valuable average loot rolls on boss drop tables. And this is something that I remember HJ is talking about also. I think the God Wars dungeon drop tables were really well designed. And then a lot of the subsequent bosses they've added, they really went towards like the average loot will be really valuable. So it means a bunch of noted resources. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's a bad design. I think it'd be much better to just have like you barely recoup the cost of your supplies until you get the really rare expensive drop and then the profit per hour on average is still the same and it doesn't fuck up the economy as much yeah yep. totally there's some ludicrous drop tables out there i mean even yeah, as early as Zora was the one that set the whole precedent yeah. Zora was just absolutely busted so... on release completely fucked iron man like so fucking insane bad. so bad and the reasoning was like just trying to combat bots that was the reasoning that, it was that was the reasoning kind no of way. but at the same time they probably just I mean, realized I, I don't know what the reasoning was so you well the, well you they started me. giving like noted flax and shit like that so that real oh, players yeah. could like but the thing is they went so goddamn overboard that yeah they just they are so bad at balancing in general like always it's they insane. just see it as like this is our newest update we need to make it fucking hype so how can we make it hype just break the shit out of it basically <laughs> that's hype i mean winter todd was hype as fuck on release because you're literally getting 12 snapdragon seeds every goddamn crate just no way back was, when, it, was it that op dude my i started doing winter todd on very hour of release and i remember like one of the crates 
I got, I think I only got like 500 points that round. I got eight Snapdragon seeds. This is back when they were like <laughs> 70K each. <laughs> Holy. And for the next month, I mean, the next month, it was broken. I mean, just straight up broken for 30 straight days. And everybody was flooding Winter Todd. I mean, that's when Lelador and like a bunch of other Iron Man went for like yeah. 200 mil as well. Just their banks were loaded after that. <laughs> so you're getting basically EHP. Because there wasn't even, oh, maybe, no, I think there was Redwoods at that time. I can't remember. I think there was, yeah. But you're getting no, basically no, EH. No, 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 no way that there was Redwoods. I think Red there Woods was. was. Way later, no. Eh. Wood could have got this way later than uh, Winter Todd. Are you sure? Yeah. Fairly sure. I don't think so. I think Redwoods were a year before. Before? Yeah. I think they I'll were before Winter Todd. I'll look it up. Okay, right yeah, now. please look it up. Because now I'm. It was the same year. Wintertide came out September of 2016. Redwood huh? for June no of 2016. Way. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm washed. I'm Not washed. A year, I'm but, washed. Yeah. What? That's insane. Yeah. I remember Wintertide being fucking Zaya yeah. release. I thought, <laughs> but I guess not. No, it's later. Yeah. Huh? All right. Time is not real. Yeah. No, it's it. I, that all feels like so cloudy. All those updates kind of came all at once, but yeah. Yeah, Winter Todd was so fucking busted. And it, they just love doing that. They love coming up with, like, the newest piece of content and overhyping the hell out of it by just breaking drop tables. Same thing with Vorkath. I mean, mm -hmm. even Hydra. For, fuck Hydra, first of all. But, like, that drop table is still so busted. You were already coming out with... At the time, the Lance was so incredibly powerful. They've nerfed the Lance, by the way, since they came out with that. It was 25%, now it's 20 Um. Or maybe it was 20, now it's 15, something like that. But, th like, that drop table alone was just shitting out resources. Like, why are you doing this? You're already coming out with a best, in, like, two best in slot things. Yep. Yeah, like, and the lens was also, like, super expensive. Like, on its own, the, the Hydra Fang or whatever it's called. Yeah. Claw, whatever. Mm -hmm. But is the drop, drop table ever changed from Hydra? Or was it just like the same as it's now on release? I think they've made a couple changes just to like the bones and stuff. Maybe. But yeah, but like the thing is between the difference between the Godwars dungeon tables is that they only drop like six different items. Like you have like one snapback and see the room pickaxe. Uh, this is for Bandos, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like three, three super restores and like coins or whatever it, it's dropping. But like, if you look up Muspa or Hydra, they drop, like, 30 different items, all noted and stackable and alkables and whatever, and, and double drops. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Free play so example is Ogresses, which drop, like, every single oh, item. Yeah. They drop every single type of rune. They drop <laughs> food. They drop three different types of arrows. <laughs> they drop limport roots. They drop coins they drop and they think lives. it's a successful like, update because everyone's doing them like no shit everyone's killing them like you just busted yeah. the tables uh-huh that's a successful update to them because they see the raw numbers of people interacting with the content and they're like damn yeah. we we nailed this one boys high fives all around <laughs> yeah like the other free to play giants will drop like two elemental runes but not all four and then maybe like laws and nats yeah. or something but oh this uh, is just everything so irritating they almost like got the the perfect like new item update with the rod runes. Uh, you probably remember that, Seder, with the, that they added it to. Um, you, you said this in like one of your videos or something that they like shouldn't have made the rod runes come from four cut and rune dragons and eddy dragons if they only yep, were if they obtainable. Were... Yeah, 
from mm-hmm. uh, Altar. That would have been like really good, but nope, has to go on the drop table. I know. Like, stop doing that. And now, yeah. of course, you can craft them through the scar fucking essence. Mine. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? Yeah, I was really surprised to see rod runes on there because, like, yeah, this is for shopscape, but currently I cannot buy a rod rune, but now I can. <laughs> Dude. I'm not even going to talk about Scar Essence Fine, but it actually pisses me off to no end. <laughs> like It's just yeah. such private server content. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it's uh, it's really bad. God damn it. It's so... Oh, just irrit- It irritates me because people think it's like a really great successful update that's come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just pisses yeah. me off so much. Oh my god. Okay, moving on. Um, thoughts on Jagex releasing updates in multiple parts. Forestry and the upcoming Varlamore feels lazy to me. I'd rather wait a couple extra months for the entire update all at once. Parted out content is so stupid, in my opinion. I don't know if I agree I think, with that, but uh, go for it. I think Caleb had a... I think you had a nice point somewhere on twitter that you said you wanted to see like uh fewer updates but then like a big update like a couple times a year i'm pretty sure that was you right that tweeted that yeah i think so yeah like uh, this isn't really the the tradition with runescape but in my opinion like the weekly update cycle just puts a lot of stress on the team to continually push out more and more and more content when like i think it would really be better if they just gave themselves more time to focus on the quality of the content and only release it when it's ready. And I agree with this person. Like, I don't see why forestry has to come out in multiple parts. They should just wait until it's ready and also give us a fucking beta, please. Or just scrap it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with Farlamore, I can definitely see it because that's fucking massive. Massive, Yeah. So that's, that's completely fine to do it in multiple parts. But yeah, forestry, not big massive. Mistake to, uh, <laughs> not massive and like shit, but we already talked about that seven times. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, sometimes it's just, I have to just understand, and I do understand, and I'm, I've been aware of this for years, but just letting, letting go for the most part and just trying to enjoy the game for what it becomes and what it is. Um, for the most part, I trust the team on certain things, but it really bothers me when we just come out with stupid shit. Like, Scar Essence Mine, just, it's just... I mean, they just need to stop listening to fucking everybody and just make the game they want to make instead of just catering to fucking well, crybabies. that's kind of okay, but they also don't understand. I, I don't... Yeah, yeah. In an ideal world, they would do that and make good content. Yeah. But yeah, we sometimes still have to correct them, and that is good that we can do that. But they also, like, swing the other way, like, too much that they, like, just fucking listen yeah. to people who don't really know what's good for the game it sounds very elitist but you probably understand what i'm saying no right? i do i think the biggest thing like i've said this a couple times in the past month or so is just i think we need to come together as a community and as a team and like actually write out like a vision of like what mm-hmm. this game is like what what are the core strengths what's the identity of this game what do we need to I mean, maintain in updates i tried to do that with my video and I had a couple mods say that they really like saw what I was trying to like 
uh, say in the video with like, mm-hmm. what is RuneScape all about? Like, what's the beauty of this game? What do we like? Why do we play this so much? And that is not like to be thrown away for Idolscape. I hope. Yeah, it's tough. You just gotta. As long as we have like a like a a vision, like a mm-hmm. quote or something, I don't I don't know. I know that sounds it, corny. It, just... it it definitely feels like we are like nobody's on the same page. Like the, I know like, everyone has a different casual, casual community is on a different page. Like we as like higher level HLC are on a completely different page from them, and then the like the the team is just <clears throat> like in between ish. Yeah, there's more. Just yeah, it's not yeah. great. We'll see. Yeah, it ends up creating a lot of animosity also. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, we'll see what the future holds. Um, this is this is something that was already addressed earlier, but uh, H Spins, I don't know how to pronounce the actual name he put on Twitter. For all, why does 20K hour AFK methods, in parentheses, clicking two to three times a minute, devalue 99s? We, that's not devaluing 99s. That's... Great content to have 20k in our methods that are div- that the, the thing was idle methods. That was the word that was said. Mm-hmm. But now yeah, two uh, to three times per yeah. minute is whatever. This it's, is this is our AFK. It's it's so annoying because like we're against what was originally proposed, and then everyone like kind of like makes the point less of what it was originally spelled out as as yeah, like everybody thinks it's like the xp per hour that we have a problem with so that we like want everything to be like 1k xp per hour or something if it's like really afk but it's the the, the insane like afk time that's the problem here with like stars and yeah. duke that's the problem but yeah yeah that's why like that five minute logout timer was really great we had that for so long it was like mm-hmm. It wasn't like there was obviously some annoyances with it. It was mainly annoying because you had to type in your password every single time you want to log in. Now yeah, with now Jagex it, accounts, you don't have to. Yeah, one click and you're in. Yeah, well, two technically, which you have to click to play, uh, click here to play thing. But uh, yeah. no, I don't think, think yeah. you need to do that. You just click play now. Yeah, but like you click the, the first thing. Oh and then yeah. You have to, like, oh, you're click right. The, you're the, right. The, the second thing. The you can also press menu. it. You can also press escape for that one. By the way, if you did it now. Oh shit. I, I learned that with a logout slayer, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so no, you're right though. Like that five minute timer prevented just fully away from the computer, cooking dinner for twenty minutes, gaining XP the mm-hmm. entire time. But who knows? I mean, I'm not like I'm okay having a discussion with like how people want the game because I do understand a lot of players are getting older. A lot of players still want to enjoy the game, but because of the vast majority of people kind of entering their 30s now and having like uh, it's so many other obligations they're not just in school anymore like i i can understand and i can appreciate that people want the game to slightly evolve and i'm willing to have a discussion about that but i want to hear honest points and not just straw man arguments and just mm-hmm. bullshit and selfish takes yeah so anyway um i guess we'll kind of wrap things up here uh I appreciate both of you guys coming on today. This was a nice like four hour discussion. Four hours, yeah, really? I'll, I'll, yeah, pushing, yeah, pushing four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude! <laughs> I know that yeah. flow. It feels like two and a half or something for me, man. <laughs> I know. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, I've gained a... lots of range XP. Hell yeah! I I gained about three hundred k. No, I gained more than that. How much did I gain? Four hundred k crafting XP, something like that. Nice. I didn't even log in on any account. 
savage. Yeah, I mean, like speedrun account country slated during uh, during during this, and I would rather just focus on my speaking instead of just clicking something. Legend. Like it, it's definitely like sometimes difficult for me, especially when streaming, to like have like good English and also be very tryhard at the game. That definitely uh, isn't easy for me always mm. to uh, speak like in not my uh, my normal language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, I guess we'll wrap things up with uh, asking you guys both for three shout-outs. Uh, anybody in the community that you think is deserving of some love? I mean, shout-out Dead Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we missed him. Hope yeah. he feels better. And I guess uh, shout-out uh, Jeroen. He's uh, number four from Netherlands. He recently got 200 mil all. He's number 46, I think, to get it. So, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Shout oh, out yeah. to Yudin. Huge GZ to him. You got one more, Caleb? Uh, I think. Uh, shout out to UIM Iodine for streaming a lot of free to play. It's always nice to see more free to play players turn on their live streams. Nice. Uh, let's see, do we have one more? I guess uh, shout out to Zunkra as well. He's going <clears> to <throat> get 200 mil all pretty soon as well. <clears throat> Just needs woodcutting, I think. Woodcutting and fire making to do. He's probably going to be done in like a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, my 200 mil boys. Cool, cool. And uh, do you have one more automology? Yeah, I'll give a shout out to Bardo, aka uh, Jan Ahonen probably mispronouncing that that's his runescape name on is a he's ranked three free to play reg Mm, it's funny dude he recently made a like longer form like kind of podcast style conversation with another high-ranked free to play player that i thought was pretty funny and entertaining so i always like to see content like that awesome all right nice i'm gonna give a shout out to you both for uh being hey for i don't know just just taking a, a respectful stand against you know just de- just things that you find maybe that are bad for the game's integrity and health and so i appreciate that when i find things that are unhealthy you know I, i'm not like alone on twitter <laughs> and i'm not mm-hmm. alone in in my sentiments yeah. it's, al- it's always nice when people speak up because i'll be honest sometimes it's hard to speak up against certain things because you just know it's unpopular and you know it's gonna, yeah, you're gonna yeah, get for sure yeah, yep. but it's important to just have a take that you can stand behind and the reasons why. So I appreciate both of you just uh, willing to come on, willing to discuss. Even even when we disagree with things, we can still like have a rational argument and rational conversation about it. So thank you guys. Yeah, um, thank yeah. you for having us on. Yeah, I would say like my take on that is I try to always keep you know disagreeing about the. The video game as like not a personal thing like i don't make personal attacks against people and i don't think less of people as as people even if i don't agree with them on their takes on runescape at the end of the day it's just a game that we all care a lot about and i think it's important to step back you know before you start typing on your keyboard and flaming yep. people on the internet over stuff yeah. like this sometimes it's hard to like keep back but it's definitely yeah. good when you like take a step back yeah yeah 
Totally. It's tough. It's, it's tough sometimes, but that's what's really important is just understanding. It's just, it's just a game and we all care about it. We want it to flourish in the upcoming years. So thank you guys once again in the description down below for those listening, I'm going to have both Autumnology and he boxes links down there. So you guys can follow them on their socials, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, if you want to support the cast, you can now support it through YouTube membership and through Patreon links in the description as well. Next week, we will not be having a cast because I'll be at TwitchCon. So if you guys are going to be at TwitchCon for whatever reason, uh, you guys, if, if you want to meet up, I'll be at the event on Saturday for sure. And maybe Friday and Sunday next week. Um, but you can message me on Discord. I'll have a Discord link down there and you can message me if you want to meet up or something and uh i don't know i'll i'll sign your chest or something no i'm not going to sign it <laughs> no but uh, sign your forehead <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but if, if you guys are going to be in las vegas that week uh, i'd love to meet up so thank you guys for listening as always and we'll catch you in the next one peace see you bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.